Material Components. Episode 95, Family Matters. Greetings and welcome to Material Components, the actual play RPG show all about intelligent items and the adventurers who love them. I am your humble dungeon master, Mike Gargoni, and joining me, as always, are my stalwart adventurers. Hey, adventurers. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having us. Heck yeah. I'm free. I'm Ready free. To... <laughs> so happy to be here. So happy this week. <laughs> Uh, hey, you, everybody. Yeah, I was like, what? Uh, oh, well, I, I escaped from Mike's chains that uh, he was holding me prisoner last week. Um, this week, I'm continuing that narrative, except now I've escaped. Are you aware of how the warlock sub uh, warlock no, class works? Not at all. Okay. Not at all. Okay. Yeah, I'm just curious. By chains, do you mean consequences? But also, who are you people? <laughs> <laughs> even know anymore uh i actually that's not true i'm olivia and i'm also tears a cloak bearer child of the outer storm that's who i am I'm elliot and i play cherish iron strike uh the tiefling sorcerer uh i am michael and i am playing sid emberlight half elf rogue and i'm reed and i'll be playing grawl the hobgoblin warlock indeed and of course before we get into Whatever consequences begin tugging at you tonight, we must, of course, ask that question that I ask every time, and that is, do you remember what happened last time, Mr. Freedom? Previously on Material Components. Jung jung. Bom, bom. <laughs> <laughs> the trial of the century. Indeed. Or, well, may I wouldn't, maybe not, maybe not. I don't know about any other trials that have happened. Um, but yeah. The trial uh, of... That day. That night. Yep. That, that one day that we know of. Um, Grawl uh, got summoned to the court of the uh, the Fey and Moot and was on trial for not upholding his bargain that he made with the Kot Bayoon. And he got away with it. Wow. Yeah, baby. In yeah. no small part, thanks to everyone's favorite tiefling sorcerer. The mayor? <laughs> yes. <laughs> The mayor is, in fact, my favorite tiefling sorcerer. I knew it. <laughs> He's he also a dragon, one. too. Yeah. <laughs> what isn't the mayor? Damn, yeah, at this point. Vampire, sorcerer, dragon, mayor. I mean, look, he's a he's a dude of many talents. He's Multifaceted. He wears a lot of hats. Really just the one. But leastways, <laughs> yes. As Grawl was brought before the Feyenmoot on charges of oath-breaking and pack-breaking, uh, you were uh, aided in your legal crusade uh, <laughs> by not only uh, at least one of your companions, Cherish Ironstrike, but also the mayor of Blue Gulch himself acting as your advocate, one Ezekiel Von Zorovich. He does good work. He, he does, does good, work. good work. Pro bono. Mm-hmm. During the trial, some interesting facts came up about the whole kind of uh, deal with your deal. Do you remember precisely what some of those revelations entailed? 
Well, so originally the bargain that had been struck was that uh, in return for the Kat Mayun, uh returning Grawl to his uh, hobgoblin body, he would uh, do the Kat Bayun a favor. That favor was called in uh, to murder uh, the second-born child of the House of Lyodon. Uh, Grawl refused that, uh, like, accepted it on, the, you know, like, speaking terms, but when it came time to actually do the job, uh, didn't murder a child. So good for Three him. Times. So Three basically times. was a big, huge liar and hey. uh, a hey. breaker of promises. Hey, <laughs> you stopped that. You weren't there. You weren't and there. Good, good thing I wasn't. Yeah. It's the reason why I didn't call you when I called Cherish. Tears' defense would have been, why didn't you murder that child, Grawl? <laughs> Tears' defense I... would have been, I'm going to kill the copy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This, the, she hey, would have been like, trial by combat, me? let's do this. <laughs> do you want me to kill that guy for you? He seems super annoying, John yeah. Mulaney style. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yes, leastways, that deal, though, seemed to have some... Uh, misdirection and deceptions built in that were found in discovery during the trial. Um, so, yeah. So we discovered that uh, the cop had kind of uh, played it everything to his advantage. Uh, that being he denied uh, alternate payments um, from the rest of the party, which, uh, he's not allowed to do. Um, so that was a big issue for the uh, Fey and Moot. And then uh, that the big argument that we made was that, and by we, I mean the mayor made, was that uh, Grawl was basically owed a favor um, from the Kat Bayun because the Kat Bayun didn't do anything to stop um the realm scar that was in the east woods to begin with which should have been its responsibility these are all true facts and so as you made these arguments with the help of your allies uh the turnabout is fair play that seems to be the kind of standard operating procedure for these archfey uh did in fact turn about as it was determined that the Kat Bayun would suffer some punishment by Grawl's hand to make recompense for their mm-hmm. treachery and kind of dodgy deal practices. Yeah. Um, they, uh, they wanted some sort of, uh, I don't know, they seem very revenge happy uh, on many a front. Um, but that's not necessarily Grawl's, uh, motive in this specific scenario, other scenarios, maybe. Um, but at one point, Grawl had gone along with the idea that, uh, turning the Kat Bayun mortal for 500 years would be sufficient payment, um, for the trials, literally, that it had put Grawl through. Um, but then had a change of heart and used it as a way to get uh, information that only, perhaps only the Kat Bayun would have. And instead of turning the Kat Bayun mortal, uh, asked the Kat for um, the last 500 years worth of stories instead. 
Yes, you requested in specifically written form a story detailing the last 521 years of history in the Tempest Rest Valley. A staggering amount of information that uh, would have taken up more than several mortal lifetimes, but yes, you requested it in a... Well, easy to digest might, uh, well, we'll see exactly what form this takes as making, uh, open-ended requests of Archfey is, uh, well, we'll see what happens. Yeah, here's what's going to happen. He's going to gift the knowledge all to, like, uh, Angie, and then the sword's going to want to kill Angie, and then it gets what it wants, or whatever. That's not a good idea, Mike. You don't. You can't steal that one. I'm not killing a child. <laughs> Wait till they grow up, then I'll murder them. Oh, good to know. Principles. Uh huh. Or I'll murder a principal. You know. But yes. Adult. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> during the trial itself, the rest of you had a a bit of a excursion. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about. <laughs> Put it light. You know, oh, well. one of these days, uh, Sid and Tirza might learn a lesson about jumping into strange portals without asking questions first. Will but they? I just don't, you know. <laughs> Today not is that not day. that day. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, yeah. Uh, didn't go quite as I expected. I sort of expected to just appear within the trial uh, dramatically and um, challenge someone to a duel. I don't know, the cop maybe. Uh, yeah, that's who it would have been. Yep. Not that mm-hmm. green armor-clad knight known only as the headsman. Yeah. Seemed to be yeah. acting as the bailiff. Yeah. Um, okay. So that didn't happen. We just kind of appeared in the sky, sort of similarly to, you know, what happened before. Um, That's true. And when we landed, it was totally fine. We just kind of like plopped on the ground and were okay. It was very strange. There's a thick And we got forest. to the right plane, sort Technically. of. <laughs> it certainly Way. raises many questions about the nature of planar travel, specifically where Tirza is concerned. Mm-hmm. But also perhaps raises some questions about what would have happened if you just finished falling when you originally came Before. to the elemental maelstrom. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Mike yeah. knows. Mike would know. <laughs> Let's I, go I, back and test it, everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yes. Yes. I yes. thought about it and no. But while <laughs> you did come to the correct location, a an island seemingly created within this strange elemental sea you quickly discovered that once it had lost its purpose that of course being the meeting of the fan moot and the trial that occurred therein the island itself began to quickly disappear leaving sid and tirza trapped there seemingly with no way out unless unless <laughs> Tirza figures out how to uh, find a thread on a forge-bound item, which is apparently something we've been able to do. Tirza is... I I was not kidding. Oh, I was just going to say, I was not kidding. 
one of these days, Tirza is going to sit down with Cherish and be like, okay, we're going to test this, and it's going to be scientific, and I'm going to figure out how the hell to use this. Because, yes, uh, Tirza's burgeoning planar abilities. Uh, you're getting a, a better and better grasp on, A, how they function, and B, how you might utilize them properly. And in kind of doing so in, yeah, perhaps non-life-threatening scenarios might be advisable in the future, but... Uh, the, the few times you've absolutely had to do it, it's worked out. And in mm. this particular instance, you managed to not only go to where you were wanting to go, albeit a little perhaps off target and maybe a little later than you might have wanted to get there. Mm. You did get back to where you were going as well, which is, in my opinion, more important, in fact. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I would agree with that. Um yeah. I'm trying to remember the the blood crone said that she created that pocket. Uh, yeah, something um, like that. Something like that. Yeah, I remember her saying that it's all that was left of the Feywild. Right. And the only person who was there to hear that was, of course, Grawl. So we all know oh, that uh, this information is so, just yeah. lost. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. I'll, just, I'll just forget that I know that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> know what? It's probably for the best. How damn exactly. forget me. What are we talking about? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but yes, you did in fact return back to the material plane where your concerned friends and family were waiting for you. And uh, many questions were had by many people, and uh, you all sat down to tell some stories, both with Tirza talking to Grawl and Cherish and Etsuko and members of the Jarashir and members of the recently arrived army from Fair Ames here, and Sid was off talking to his half-sister, Angie. Those stories having now come to a close, specifically within the temple of the Jarashir, as Tirza finishes speaking about the nature of her abilities, albeit with the, the barest understanding of their exact nature, but you at least have a fairly good idea of what it is you did. Yeah. So that is all information that uh, everyone, at least everyone except for Sid, uh, would possess now, is exactly what just happened. And uh, Sid was there, so... I mean, Sid understood nothing that happened, but... You know. Neither... Hey, neither did Tears. So... <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, d- during this discussion, I guess my question specifically for Grawl is... How much of what just happened do you inform people about? Uh, when you say people, like, how many people are here listening to the story, or is it just the immediate, like, us? 
it's you and Lucidian Lyodon and the vast majority of the other auger bearers and members of the Scaled Council and a few other Jarashir who have just popped their heads in and be like, oh, one of the auger bearers is talking about Eldritch Secrets. Maybe we should listen. It's a bit also of Also, just going to remind you, Reed, that Lucidian Lyodon also doesn't know that C. Angela is here. <laughs> So maybe don't be a snitch about it. Maybe I should be a snitch about it, okay? Don't do it. Uh-huh. She's fine. That is why I am asking these questions right now to read how much, if anything, do you tell people within this room? Um. So I'll explain The that. question does come up of, well, why did you have to go to the Feywild in the first place? Um. Hmm. How do I <laughs> want to say it? I don't want to make the joke if there was a bad kitty, but yeah, I guess I'll be vague about it. He'll be vague about uh, there was a deal with one of the Fae, which you know, looking around, nobody do that. Don't do it. It's bad. Um, thinking of Sid and his drunk endeavors. And all the jar are just like, no shit. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, no, see, see. I mean, I just yeah, I wish you were hunting. But yeah, he'll just say that he was on trial for a broken deal, which the Fae, uh, the specific Fae that he had dealt with, had tricked him in the first place. So just in general, stay away from them. Kind of like a bedtime story kind of thing. Kind of spin it in like, don't make deals with the Fae because it'll bite you in the butt regardless. Okay. So you're not necessarily telling any outright lies. Exactly. Got it. Give me a persuasion check. Okay. I mean, you're kind of preaching to the choir a lot here in terms of yeah. making deal with Faye. Yeah. It's a lot of people from Fair Ames here and the Jarish here. Two people who would most explicitly know not to make deals with the Arch Fae. Um, So that's a nine. Okay. You definitely have some looks from people thinking there's more to this than what you're letting on. But no one's going to press it in a crowd like this, especially with one of the auger bearers at your side, kind of backing up your story, assuming that is what Tirza is doing. <laughs> no okay. comment. Hey. I think, yeah, I think it's more no comment than... <laughs> I'm not actively making faces the face of, like, this is bullshit. I'm just staring into your cup of wine the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't look up, they don't, I, they won't know that I'm lying. While Grawl is talking, Tirza, you get a look from Agni Brandbearer that very much reads to you, like, clearly we needed to talk in private later. I'll give a kind of, like, hat, like, like one shoulder shrug, just to, like, okay, yeah, sure. But for the most part, people are at least accept the story. If there's yeah. maybe a few raised eyebrows about the completeness of it. Leastways, <laughs> when you're finished, 
Tirza, you were getting a lot of very astounded looks from the Jarashir, specifically the Augur Bearers. That's fair. Leanne the Learned has found a cup of wine from somewhere and is just like angrily drinking it. I was going to say, I hers her reaction was the one I was mostly interested in because I feel like I deeply identify with how frustrated she is by learning all of this new stuff so quickly. She is Leanne. Yeah. I know some stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Agni specifically I- will speak up. And he will look at you with a sense of wonder. And with a kind of a bemused look on his face, he'll say, You put it more poetically, I think, but it is the same. It is the same as Rashad did. Oops. Oh shit. I leave. I evaporate. No. Uh, <laughs> uh I think she goes a little like she blanches a little bit. Um I I didn't know that he could do that. We attributed it to, well, somewhat heretical arcane secrets. Heresy? Yeah. (laughs) But the wonders he showed us. Sigil. Planes of amazing beauty and astounding horror. He, um, did he ever a- attempt to is is that why he was because he was trying to explain to people or show them I began questioning his teachings when I discovered the entities that he had been bargaining with. Creatures from beyond this valley. I... Looking back, I was a frightened child who did not understand the vast nature of what Rashad was trying to discover. I mean... Uh, uh, yeah, this is also probably not something we should be talking about in public. Um, and Agni does I not think, seem to have that opinion. Because uh, he is speaking loud enough for the crowd to hear. 
Fine, it's something I don't want to talk about in public. I I don't... Sure, I mean, if he was... I don't know. Tirza has a lot of opinions on <laughs> Jeremiah Payne. Uh, Complex dude. Yeah. But it, but it wasn't the, the traveling itself. That's, um, that's good. Uh, I mean, if, if it's something that all of us, I'd like to understand how it works better. If it's something that can be taught or uh, something inherent, something to do with our forge bounds, I would appreciate your help if he told you anything about it. But he He spoke of terms that are more clinical, more research-oriented. You speak of feelings, of connections, and he spoke of resonances and planar awarenesses. talked of it like a scholar, and you speak of it like a poet. I... I... was never much for academics, so that's probably why. But it sounds like the same thing. It... It is a sort of... resonance, uh, or recognition, or... I don't know, it's hard to explain. Um, I can tell you that neither I nor any of Rashad's other students were ever able to do such things. Okay. Well. That's fair. That makes sense. I'll try to figure it out more, and maybe it is something that just needs teaching of some kind, or some sort of trigger, but that's neither here nor there. That's what happened. That's what I can do. And... There are many Jarashir in the crowd here that are looking on in slight bits of awe and wonder. There are more than a few that are looking warily around, maybe not taking things as well as even Leanne the Learned is in terms of, look, this is a lifetime's worth of dogma that they're having to unlearn within a matter of days. Yeah. And Fair. as forthright as Agni Brandbearer is, he is 
asking people to overcome a lot really, really quickly. The other auger bearers nearby are giving you thoughtful looks. You don't see Varsha Ironheart or Bononi Rightseeker anywhere nearby. They might be off somewhere else in the camp, you're not sure. Mm-hmm. Sedna will curl towards you and... With a smile, she will tap your breastplate and say in her, like, raspy little old lady voice, This power comes from here. Tirza uh, will just kind of... Uh smile sort of like at at a loss like "Ah, okay yes um and she will hold up and tap you on the forehead it will not hurt to use this more though uh that will get a laugh um jumping into strange holes Our ways are changing, but not by that much. I... The Lord... Azita Haka does teach quick decision-making. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) She will, uh, she'll sort of laugh and, uh, Yeah, shake her head. It's like... I'm glad I can do it. It's gotten us out of two jams now. The rest of the Jarashir and some of the other assembled members begin like breaking down into short discussions. Um, the focus is not necessarily on all of you now. Lucidian will definitely ask, uh, where did Sid get to in all of this? Don't worry about it. No. <laughs> um, Had to pee real bad. Sid, no. I, um, <laughs> I think uh, he's <laughs> been... I, uh, I think he was sort of... Um, Looking for some privacy after what happened. All right. And Lucidian will move over to Agni, who is kind of beginning to to preach a little bit off to some of the crowd in terms of being able to accept this fact and maybe angling towards the idea that if... Rashad was able to do this, and you're able to do this, then maybe this is a power inherent to the Jarashir and part of your greater duty for defending the the broader multiverse. He's maybe making some leaps in logic here, but he seems to be looking at it from an optimistic point of view. Yeah. Be awesome. 
So, cherish Tirza Grawl. It is mid-afternoon on the 29th of so. The rest of the day is yours. Um, I, I think probably going to find... Just letting Sid know that his dad is looking for him hmm. uh, would be my next. I'm like a little mad with Angela, just like a little bit. It's like. She's been punished. She was very scared. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, okay. Get off that easy. She's in a war zone. She doesn't need to be here. What's she doing? Everything works. None of you should be here. You're all children. I was just about <laughs> to say, I was like, she's less than a year younger than I am. So. <laughs> My point still stands. So, yeah, what are y'all doing? Etsuko and Judah and Talila are nearby. In Grawl's case, Etsuko is very nearby. Whoa. Kind of giving you the gentle shoulder lean. How much taller is Etsuko? You're six feet tall? Yeah. She's nearly a foot and a half taller than you. So she could like... The shoulder lean is like she's resting her arm on my shoulder and leaning on me? No, Etsuko is really bad about hiding just how tall she is. She mm-hmm. hunches a lot and kind oh, of like okay. keeps herself back. small as possible, keeps her arms in close. Either way, just just curious. We're all done here. We're dipping for a little bit. I'm going to go find Sid. Anyone? Sid? I... That's a good idea. Yes, I will follow. Awesome. I will also come along. I'm going to uh, make eye contact with Judah and then like waggle my eyebrows as best as I can at the fact that Etsuko and uh, Grawl are. Terza, what's wrong with your eyebrows? Something wrong with your eye. And from behind Grawl and Etsuko, Judah will just like two little thumbs up (laughs) right in front of his chest. Yes. Quickly lower them. Uh, Judah. Yeah, back to the tent. So you all pile out of the Jarashir temple. Mm -hmm. There you find that uh, much of the camp continues on as it did earlier this afternoon. Very few people are actively aware of (laughs) the craziness that just occurred. As you poke around, uh, eventually you'd come around the back of the temple and find Sid sitting with Angie kind of out of the way of everybody. Your um your father is looking for you. As the group would come around the corner, Angie would scramble and grab the the half helmet that was hiding her face before and jam it on her head. Oh, totally. Solid. Oh, saved Ooh. it. Stupid. 
Very uh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'll. I will say, uh, uh, Sid, your father is looking for you. So if you have any mm. eye, direct eye contact with Angela, anything you want to, you know, finish up before that happens. No, they should stay. They should hang out. You know. Uh, that actually brings up um, everybody. Come, I, I sort of wave everybody over. Um, Angela will say. Well, I need <clears throat> to be going. Okay, before... <sighs> wow. Yeah. It, 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 there's no reason trying to hide it. Everybody knows. Anyway, Shit. except for... Well, yeah. Everybody here knows. Anyways. I was joking before when I asked what now? You know, what are you going to do now? But I'm kind of serious. You're in an incredibly dangerous area. Um, even now, there are demons uh, hunting <laughs> in, the, in these lands. So, um, whoa, seriously? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I'm thinking we need to get you back. Is is my point? We need to get you back to Fairims here. Back to uh, Fairims. Why? I just got here. Because this is an incredibly dangerous place. Did I not? Did I not mention that? Did, but you're just here. now. Like, yeah, but I mean, you heard you're all the kiddo. I mean, you heard all the stuff that like we've been through. I mean, I it was a abbreviated, you know, version. It'd take years to tell. But yeah, like, yeah, demons, devils, all that nonsense. I got it. Didn't stop you. Why should it stop me? There's... There's a lack of practical experience. I was literally just telling him, I've been trained by some of the best war masters in House Lyodon. Okay, when I was your age, I think literally the year that I was your age, um, my... Mom and I were captured by a, a cultist pack, and I um, we were captive for two months, and I learned how to do magic so that they wouldn't catch me, and then I burned down the whole place. Nice. Here's, okay, here, here's the thing. Training is great. It is fantastic. I learned a lot from my teachers. But ultimately, it did not stack up to practical experience. And... I have become significantly uh, more skilled since I stopped training with my previous master. I'm, so I should just go back to that place where I'm not getting any practical experience then. Okay. All right. Maybe you and Sid should just see which one stacks up better. Maybe you should just fight. Yes. And if I win... He needs to go back to Ferrams here, and I can stay with all of you. <laughs> that would yeah. be hilarious. Well, no, that's not what we said. Like, I just want to see you no. two fight. That has nothing to do with it. No, Grawl just has a a weird personality. Um, no, but it's a fair thank point. You. Thank you. It's a fair point. How uh, do I, uh, Mike? Do I know how old Angie is? She is fourteen. Fourteen. Oh, fourteen. I thought you said fifteen when you first introduced her. Fourteen or fifteen? It's tough to tell. Okay. 
Elf yeah. reverse like elf. That. She she a- ages down. She's got Benjamin buttons. By elf standards, she is a baby. She yeah. should not be let out of the house, let alone <laughs> out here in the middle of a demon infested she's war. Just zone. been house trained, okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. By elf standards, she is a toddler. Yeah. Um. I mean, you are around the age where all of us, or at least where I started to, where this kind of stuff started to happen. So that is a fair point. There you go, then. Between being thrown into the situation by circumstances you can't control and just sort of willfully putting your life at risk. But if anything, she's doing it much safer than we did. I mean, true, Lucidian doesn't know she's here, but she's still with a trained army. I mean, you saw what happened to a trained army only days ago. uh, Being, I mean, let's face it, if we didn't close that rift, I mean, that wasn't an elite fighting force. That was a various groups of sort of poorly organized guardian guilds. But I, I do see your point. And it is dangerous. But to imply that she's too young is a sort of a hypocritical argument from well, all of us. <laughs> no, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Their practical experience is great. Does she have to start with taking on demon hordes, though? Like, well, that's Val Angie. and I went on a quest to get boar meat. Like, that's what Angie, we did. Is your plan to actually fight in this elite fighting force against demons? <laughs> no, my plan was yeah. sort of just to follow wherever he was going. Yeah, I will, like, hand gesture the Will Smith to Jada Smith. <laughs> Hand gestures. Which is arguably we, worse. I would say I mean, worse. It's worse. You get how that's there. worse, right? Like, and I and I don't I'm not saying she should come with us, but to Ooh, that's what I should do. I should go with y'all. Oh no. I'm fully saying you should not. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um Are we all behaving like adults right now? Is that what's happening? It's very weird. I don't like it. <laughs> I did I, Usually, say, at least one of us is time. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> if I won't let you know, Jet follow me around, who's Very enormous capable. and strong and good at fighting, then and there's no way I'm gonna let Angie do it. Let you're not in in charge of either of those people. Cherish. Nobody's letting me do anything. Nobody let me come down here. Life is about choices. Okay. You're down here now. Fine, if I'm going to strongly dissuade. Okay. No matter what, it's definitely not a good idea for you to go with us. We're just... The stuff that that just happens to us on a day-to-day basis 
is just not something I want to inflict on anyone, particularly someone who is <laughs> a part of a family that I just realized I had. So there's that. I'm not saying you necessarily have to go back to Fair Ames here. It is ultimately... You are the same age that I was when I started going on adventures, so fair point. I think if you really, really want to be to 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 see the valley and go on I, I think I think Lucidian has to know. Right, because he'll be so accepting of me just traipsing out the door. Well, I mean, if we weren't accepting and he's not accepting and you were going to do it regardless, does it really matter? Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, if I'm going to be sneaking after all of you anyway, you might as well know about it. Children are the worst. Do you realize that you were on a hit list? Slightly nodding. Like, there are bigger things than us going on a simple quest. I was supposed to murder you. What? Yeah. Do you understand that? No. Not. Yeah, maybe maybe a little bit of context. Um, right, 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 right. Okay, okay. Yeah, our yeah, yeah, yeah. our friend should. here, mm-hmm. um, you know how I mentioned we've been closing uh, rifts in the valley? Well, on one of our adventures, we traveled to a, uh, a distant realm where we all were transformed. Right, animal. animal bodies. You had to yeah, throw yeah, yeah, up, yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's how you closed the portal? I didn't understand that part. Yeah, we really. closed the portal the the girl was a gorilla. The cop Ayun made him not a gorilla in, sh- in exchange for a really vague favor. The vague favor was killing you. Mm-hmm. Oh. I told you to run. Right, so hanging out that, with though. us is bad. Right, fixed it is a loose fixed. term. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the contract stuff, Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So but you were told to kill me before I ever hung out with any of you. Right. So you hanging out with us? Regardless, is probably not a good thing. We we should probably tell Lucidian about that part. The fact that Nobody the Capayun is really like invested in uh, getting revenge on the Lyons. Yeah. <laughs> he is aware that you made that contract, Grawl. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Okay. I'm not sure. You yeah, were sleeping. And I was sleeping. I mm-hmm. yeah. I was aware. Fluffy boy. Okay, okay. Oh, boy. Right, okay, well, if I'm not allowed to follow you, and I clearly can't follow Da, then I'll just be off him. I'll just go. No. Sounds good. Bye. No, no. I grab her by the scruff of the neck. That's not, no. That's the second time today. That's true, yeah. Yeah. She she very wee, very like five foot nothing. Pick upable. She she has yet to grow into her full height. Okay. But she's already like a gangly ass teenager. Perfect. And then when you grab her, she'll turn to you, Sid, and go, I don't know what you want from me. I don't want you. To die is what I want from you. 
Okay, fine. So take me with you. Otherwise, died two days or a day ago. Like Cherish literally died. No, that was like two days ago. Also, Judah. Yeah, Judah also died. I also died several days ago. Like that went to hell. Like this. Can I? Can I at least? Can I at least think about it? Sure. Think about it. And she jams the helmet back on her head and strolls away. Unless somebody stops her. No. Stick my leg out and she trips. Because she I can't see because of her. I love teenagers so much. They're just so convinced that they're right all the time. And it's and so that they're good. They're wearing plot armor. It's all the pure... time, always. <laughs> I think we should let her. Fuck it, I you know. I don't know. Ugh. Like a shadowing kind of thing. Like an intern. <laughs> like an intern. I'm oh already God. babysitting. I'm not getting paid enough for this. None of us are getting paid anything for this, girl. That's the problem. Judah will say, you realize, of course, we could just tell Lucidian. Man, that was a point. Yes, honesty is a point I generally have. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wouldn't it be better if she told him herself? I don't that think that's going to happen. An ideal oh, world, sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, has she left yet? Is she out? Oh yeah, here? she's walked away. All right. So here's what we we what we could do. We could party up with her, right? Okay, and then go on a short quest to the temple where Lucidian's at. And oh wow, look at that! What a happy family reunion! Boom. Tell him if that was our plan. Like, I could just tell him. So oddly complicated, Grawl. But it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. Complicated. It's the it's the look of shock on people's faces that really does it for me. Uh Etsuko will speak up, having been standing pretty awkwardly near the back of the group while this conversation was happening. There is another option, I think. Which is? Well. And she'll look to growl momentarily, but then look back at the rest of you. I don't know if I was going to be following you beyond this point. Oh, 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 right, right. Uh, it's just yeah, that I, I there are you know so many dangerous and you're fighting cultists and I don't, I can, I can shrink things and and make illusions and I'm not very good at fighting. 
I, 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 I mean, you, right? You could stay here. I, I guess. Well, no, that, I could just, you know, I if if Angela was trying to leave, I could always just. You needed a babysitter. I, I could be a a, a baby a babysitter. I um. Well, I mean, if you want wanted to do that, I mean, you don't have to. You I'm just, just listing it as an option. I don't necessarily have to. I uh, there's no right, uh, right, right. Of course, of course, of course, of course. Right, 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 right. But where, where would you, where are you going after this? I do not know. Perhaps following Master Fizzle Nozzle, aiding him in whatever research he was conducting into the the realm scar method that you had proposed the living focus method that you had used before would uh Arbidon be going with you Arbidon and a- any other uh, riftkeeper we could possibly uh, scrape from this area Judah, are you coming with, or are you... Oh, I am not leaving any of your sides. Fair enough. I mean, this is... This will be too sad. Of all of us, Etsuko's probably the least likely to get herself in trouble. I actively avoid trouble, in fact. I, I, I have never done anything rash in my entire life. Except for that Almost. time I, I followed that alcoholic dragon into the Eastwood. Other than that. Yeah. Well, you know. Grawl doesn't know about it, but a little bit. There was a there was a close moment earlier today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean it's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. I I think that what one of the things that helped make me the person I am is experiencing all of the valley. I think that was important. I think I needed that. And I think I needed it when it happened. And I think, I think I could say the same thing about Lucidian. He's not like the rest of the family. And I think it's because of his travels. And really, knowing the two of you, and do you think you could honestly stop her if she really wanted to go? No. No, I don't. But it doesn't change the fact that I'm telling Lucidian, because I'm I'm not keeping that from him. That's fair. He probably deserves to know. He does. So, if anybody can talk her out of it, it would be him. But I will I will vouch for her. So, I guess that's what I'm going to do right now. And Sid stands up and dusts himself off and... Uh, well, let's see how this goes. Uh, and he walks off. Etsuko, it might be a good idea to 
head her off while Sid's doing that and, I don't know, find Blizz or even Arbidon. Kind of get her into the idea. Find Arbidon. He's very exciting. I'm sure that could entice her. This is true. And Etsuko will nod and pull out a silver pocket watch and concentrate it on it for a second. And she'll say, Arbidon, this is Etsuko. Of course, you've traveled with me for a, a little while. If you could please just meet me in front of the temple, I would appreciate it. I'm trying to organize a, 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 some sort of uh, an adventure, I guess you would call it. And oh, I have absolutely run out of words at this point. <laughs> she is really so enough. cute. Grawl, you better <laughs> treat her right. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm trying, okay? Uh, I know. You're no, doing I'm amazing, sweetie. so <laughs> hard. Even uh, fake relationships are difficult, okay? Uh-huh. Why don't I know it? Yeah. <laughs> but Etsuko will oh. pause for a moment and then nod and say, Arbadon is going to meet me in front of the temple. Um, she'll look. With a, a slight amount of uh, panic and concern over it, Grawl, and then look back at the rest of you one more time back at Grawl. I will um, see you again before you leave, I'm sure. Right, right. Yeah. Um, we'll I will see all of you again before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would hate to all, all not see all my friends before they leave. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely, definitely. All of us. Um, yes. Yes, that she'll turn. And walk off. And Talila will say, I like her skull. Wow, you really know how to end a moment. I like you. Oh no. The moments aren't ending, not yet. Wow, there it is again. She close enough to like pat on the head. Mm-hmm. She's actually standing right cool. behind you. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> like she always is. <laughs> she could throw her voice. It sounds like she's over there, but she's really always just behind you. She can. Vomiturgy is a hell of a spell. Um, <laughs> hell of a spell. <laughs> uh, All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Sid, I don't know if that scene with uh, Lou Sidian is one you uh, want to play out. You're basically telling him that Angie is here. Yeah, I we should probably we should probably um, do it. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Yeah. Um, you'd find him back in the temple. He's conversing with a few of the auger bearers. And uh, he'll mark your entrance as you come close. He'll give you a nod and mm-hmm. go back to talking to Agni. Um, hey, can I talk to you for a bit? Oh, uh, sure. I, uh, you feeling better then? Yes. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. If you excuse me, I'll go better. And Agni will wave him away and he'll 
come away with you and there's a quiet spot beneath the statue of Ozzy Dahaka. Okay. Um look. I'm gonna tell you something, and I want you to do your best to not freak out, okay? Okay. So, do you remember when Grawl told you that he made that pact with the Kotbayun? Yes. And you remember what he was asked to do, correct? He was rather vague about it. Well, the, like re- the reason why he had this most recent uh, <laughs> uh, encounter with the Fae is because he failed to fulfill his contract for a third time. Ah. And that is because uh, Angie is here. Oh. Well, I knew that. Oh. Oh. Of course he did. You gotta just pretend you don't see her. Motherfucker, were you gonna tell me that shit? And you're... Like, that's... Oh. Well, that's... Not what I was expecting. Why? If she insists on trying to sneak along... It's best I keep an eye on her. Yeah. I will say she did a marvelous job of hiding all the sending stones in the house before we left. (laughs) Yeah, she's a, she's a crafty one for sure. Um, okay. Well, that's, that's good. I was gonna, I was gonna vouch for her to, Oh, well, you know, um, you do have, uh, You've you've talked then. Yeah, that was part of the reason why um, she came down. We, <laughs> I, I had to leave Fairhams here before I got a chance to actually talk. Um, she did seem rather put out when she found out you had left so suddenly. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, well, I'm I'm glad we actually got to talk. It was it was nice. But but either way, like kind of stupid looking smile on his face and goes, I'm glad. Yeah. Um, Needless to say, uh, she. Can't come with my friends and I like that's not that. Was that that an option? No, that is what she that is what she wants. And I don't think that's Ah, a good idea. No, that's a terrible Uh, idea. Yeah, we're constantly being thrown in, in into the abyss, into the plane of fire, into like all all sorts of real, real fucked up shit right. that I have not fully processed yet. Yes, um, no, uh, no. And if she's nearby, um, well, there yeah, are no. there are options for keeping her safe, but uh, no, no, yeah, she no, cannot no. go with you. Absolutely um, not. No, I, I'm sure she would be perfectly safe w- with with you. 
I, you know, I would do my best. Uh, you know, I'm quite skilled. My friends are very powerful, but, um, but why take the chance? Exa- exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right. right. Yeah. Uh, so what, what were you, what were you going to, what was, what was the plan here with that? You're just going to kind of let her follow along or so long as we weren't in any real danger, I assume she wouldn't necessarily be on the front lines. In fact, I, (laughs) I have ways of making sure she will not end up on the front lines. Worst case scenario, I would have had Blizz encase her in an impervious bubble. (laughs) <laughs> oh, that would be funny. That would be very funny. Um, okay. Not very dignified, but it would have kept her safe during yeah. some sort of extreme situation. Sure. Uh, maybe you should talk with her. <laughs> and spoil this uh, idea of freedom that she's found for herself? Oh, yeah. I'm not trying to patronize Angie at all. It's, it's just... Well, <laughs> it's very similar to how I got out of Fair AMC the first time. Yeah. I think... I think it was important that you got to see the valley. Oh, absolutely it was. That's That's how I feel, too. It's Maybe you should double-edged sword, of course. Oh yeah, yeah. It's what made my father believe that I was the only one suited to lead the house after he died. Maybe you should give her a bit of freedom. I'm not saying she should come with me necessarily. No, because we agreed that that would yeah. why yeah yeah yeah, 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 right. But. We uh, we have uh, other allies who have various goings on in the valley. Um, Rift keepers, um, right? Perhaps she could tag along. You know, see see some properly supervised, some... of course. Oh, of course, yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, Again, the 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 allies that my my friends and I make are are all quite talented and and trustworthy. Um, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. I'm. Uh, thank you for for telling me. Obviously, you didn't know that I knew. So. Yeah, yeah. That that's not something I I felt comfortable knowing, you know, and, and, uh, not saying anything. I don't know. I would want to know if, if I had family who was in danger. So, you know, yes, that's, uh, that is something. That is something you'll learn. I I suppose it's tough with family knowing that they might get hurt. And still trying to keep your distance. It's uh, 
it's a, it's a difficult thing. I am understanding that more and more. <laughs> kind of standing awkwardly. Well, uh, I better go find yes, her. She right. kind of she kind of stormed off when right, I said she. Okay. Yes, so, yeah. And I need yeah. to work with the Jarashir leaving tomorrow. Apparently, <laughs> that yeah. was quick. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, yeah. I, I'm Good sure time. I'll see you before. Uh, right. Oh yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. of course, yeah. And Thank you. Just kind of like. So just kind of like nods and. Okay, and then right. just kind of like walks off. Kind of turns and leaves, yes. So, it is mid to late afternoon. The rest of you have the war camp at your disposal. What would you like to do? Grawl bash too! <laughs> no, no, actually, no, I don't. I would say we're still hungover from the last Grawl bash, but... Um... No, you were magically cured. You were magically cured from that, yeah. Um, Why you keep me around? (laughs) Yeah, that's why. Um, Cherish doesn't know what to do with downtime because we really don't ever have any. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I think she just sort of ends up wandering a little bit. Um, and probably ends up back at the, like, the pyre area without maybe realizing it 100%. Okay. And, I don't know, probably just sort of sits down for a while. There's a an odd outline on the ground. Where, not so long ago, a bit of earth fell away into an infernal staircase. Just an oddly symmetrical patch of earth around an otherwise pretty randomized pattern of a pyre. Yeah. Anybody else? Um... Less thematically important, but I, I did just buy like like eight days worth of travel rations that we're probably not using anymore. Can I give? Can I just give those to someone? This is a camp that has like supply needs, and I'm not gonna like take supplies from people. I, okay. Tears was just like shit. I spent all my money on this, and I don't need it. Okay. Grawl, Sid, anything you want to spend the rest of your day doing? Is it weird that I just want to sit down and read a good book? Absolutely not. Perfect. Great. How many hours can I get, Mike? (laughs) Well, I mean, uh, that depends on what time Grawl wants to sleep or how much Grawl wants to sleep. Oh, you and I get a good eight hours. You and Esco can can read together. 
I could read it out loud, but no. no if I read it no. out loud, she'll get some of the power. No, but no, you no, can no, read, no. and she can read something. Well, and uh, you know, you're maximum relationship goals is sitting near each other in silence, reading. the The problem is, is that this takes like focused, dedicated reading. Will Grawl be able to focus if Etsuko is there? Right. I don't want all of the sweat that's dripping down off my <laughs> nose onto <laughs> the, book, on the, the book. book, like you know, washing away the magical ink. Mm, mm-hmm. Uh, well, it, I will say it, by the time all of these conversations are done, it is probably around three thirty-four in the afternoon. Okay. okay. So, however many hours past that, I mean, you don't necessarily have any deadlines in front of you, other than the fact that you know that the forces of the Jarashir are going to disperse tomorrow. Some of them oh. heading south. Some of them heading back to the Baris. The Guardian Guilds are even now still dispersing. Some of them heading back up to Fort Verge. Some of the Guardian Guild members, Edge Masons and Barkwatch mostly, are going to head south. You know that the Lock Wardens have sort of begun dispersing out into the swamps to try to destroy them. The swamps, not the demons they're in. But the members of the Haven Guard and... Uh, other Lock Wardens and uh, Bark Watch members have already dispersed. Those remaining are beginning to pack up camp and make plans to either follow the force heading down to Amberfell or go back to Fort Verge. So he says about four o'clock. Mm-hmm. Probably stop for an hour for dinner at some point. Is there like a general mess time that... Not anymore. Not anymore. Okay. Um, so I read from four to six. That's two. And then from seven to. Midnight is midnight. Sure. We, what, time, what time do we get up in the morning? Usually. I don't remember. Well, today you got up around noon. Yeah, but that was we had important shit to do the previous night. It, so it is completely up to you. Sometimes you've gotten up at sunrise because you wanted to make the most out of your day. Sometimes you got up later. It's for the first time in weeks, there is no pressing issue upon the threadless. I mean, obviously there are looming threats, but there is no ticking clock as far as you know. Okay. Let's the say last of the major realm read. scars are closed. If I read from 7 to midnight and from 4 to 6 with an hour in between, that would give me 7 hours. There you go. A straight reading. So Grawl sequesters himself and reads his tome of higher learning. Mm -hmm. If you need me, I'll be right over here reading my book. Please don't need me. Thank you. Except for Atsuko. If Atsuko comes by, just let me know. We're like best friends. It's cool. Just Judah will know. say, of course we will grow. Judah. <laughs> you're my number one. <laughs> Got your back, buddy. <laughs> Give my thumbs up. Talila will sort of disappear at a certain of point. Course. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not surprising. Yeah. Any of you who go back to visit the tent will notice a very conspicuous lack of George. Just invisible, really. 
you know that that's something Talila can do, so... If you reach out your hand and you touch something organic feeling, just just retract your hand and walk away. Weird, this feels like a rib cage. (laughs) It's it's so odd that this feels like sinew. (laughs) Sid, do you have anything specific you're doing with the rest of your day? Yes, I would like to find Angie. Okay. Uh, Give me a survival check. Oh, boy. When is my survival? I guess plus two. Uh, Thirteen. Okay. Uh, She has clearly put some effort into trying not to be found. Uh, At a certain point, you run into Etsuko and Arbidon, who are kind of on the same mission. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you've seen a, somebody in a yeah five-foot-nothing, you know, standard Ferrams here. Uniform, nothing. I think your sister is just as sneaky as you are, Sid. Uh, that's not possible. I'm, I'm like a shadow in the night. That's... <laughs> but, uh... We'll keep looking, though, and if I, uh... If I spot her, I'll give you a ring on the old, you know, TikTok thing. Thank you. Watch, yes. that's the word. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Love what you do, Arbidon. Love what you do. <laughs> the, that is the technical term for it. As someone who who does work in that industry, it is called a, a TikTok thing. That's, mm-hmm. that's what you call them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's why old people are day. so confused about TikTok. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that means I'm old. Uh, <laughs> um, if, uh, if if Sid continues looking, um, then I'll find someone else. But uh, it, we have had a lot of practical experience lately. But I am actually going to see if there's anyone who will spar with me. It's been a long time since I've actually trained at fighting. Agni, Agni. Agni. Uh, yeah, Agni. I mean, <laughs> there are. Oh my god, I'll spar with Agni. Let's there are <laughs> literally hundreds of people who would want to spar with the auger bear. Line them up. Storm strike. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> Just, yeah, line them up so I can storm strike. Any <laughs> of the jar shooters would be willing to spar with you, and that includes some of the auger bearers. Cool. Then that's my that's that'll be the rest of my day post ration or yeah ration disseminating is I'll train okay. with people and chat with people and yeah um, this is Tears's Grawl version of Grawl Bash is fighting as many people <laughs> this as is possible. the bash of Grawl Bash <laughs> give me a religion check. Okay. Three. Uh, oh. Six. Okay. I rolled real bad. There are a few people who take you up on this offer, not because they're looking to spar, but because they want a chance to speak with you. 
And oh, yeah. many of them have questions. Questions that maybe Tirza doesn't have the answers for. Cool. <laughs> there are questions about like, okay, but how do these new views line up with scripture? And how do what we're being told, how does that jive with what we've been taught for our, our entire lives? So actually, I'm so glad that these questions are coming during like a fight, because I think this is the only thing that keeps Tirza from just like completely falling apart. Um, yeah, I, Tirza will do her best to answer, but with a six, I doubt it's super convincing. It's less that it's not convincing and more that these people are walking away from these conversations with the idea that maybe these new thoughts don't jive with dogma as it's been had in the Jarish year. That like some of these thoughts and practices that are being talked about and discovered in the last few days are pretty heretical and that like there is a real seed change in what's happening in the Jarashir and Tirza would definitely get the sense that there are more than a few people among the just the the rank and file thunder guard that like well I don't know if I'm going to sign on with this that's not not what the Jarashir is about to my mind oh my god <laughs> It's like the very faintest seeds of a schism. Oh, no. Are we going to have a fucking two popes situation? Oh, no. The good news is it's very difficult to fake an auger. So, like, you can make as many pope hats as you want, but uh, an intelligent item that is descendant from a semi-divine being from Sigil is really tough to make a duplicate of. That's fair. But hey, someone's you know gonna what? find some weird, obscure piece of scripture that implies that Sadagar is actually not one of the mm. twelve. It's, or it's actually something wake, different. Or y'all are gonna wake up one day with ninety-nine complaints <laughs> nailed on the freaking temple. <laughs> no, door. I'm. Excuse me, I am Martin Luther. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Mike and I have already had this conversation. Mm -hmm. Oh, good. I'm glad. You got some writing to do then. Yeah. <laughs> no, mostly hammer. Less writing, more just hammering on doors. Mm -hmm. No, this I'm is going to be one of those. I'm here to tell you my 99 theses. This, this is more going to be one of those situations where one day you're going to wake up and uh, a chunk of the Jarashir are going to have uh, colonized the new world. Um. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, God, we have oh, one of sucks. those now. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, what's the Jarashir Puritan look like? Let's find out. Ugh, sorry. The real guys. question is whether or not that's already happened. Who knows? You know? <laughs> yeah. But eventually that sparring does culminate with uh, Agni Brandbearer himself taking you up on a a fight. Uh, and as both of you wield a, a shield and a one-handed weapon, it is a... a it is an interesting fight uh, as you uh, give me an athletics check. 
I'm so much better at this. Uh, that's a 24. Uh, he rolled a 62. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> you find that with some of your... Agni forces you to push yourself in a way that many of the other Thunderguard don't. Be- what you quickly realize is that Agni isn't a paladin, though. He is a fighter. And he is really, really good at one thing. And that's fighting. God's fucking bless. He is really good at setting up feints and maneuvers that throw people off their guard and manages to disarm you at least once. Yeah. That being said, you have a a fire and a ferocity that matches his, and there are certain abilities that you possess that allow you to outmatch him in the end. And there is a moment where you are wielding Ashura. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And it clashes with his brand, his, like, metal torch that he uses as basically a mace. Mm-hmm. And with a final flick that he'd managed to use on you previously, you throw it out of his grasp, and it lands in the dirt. And he lets out a bark of a laugh. And mo- a lot of other jars here have, like, formed a ring. It's like a Morpheus is fighting Neo moment. <laughs> are, uh, are the jars here a, a, a betting people? Uh, absolutely not. Damn it. Not, Damn it. Not so much. I can so make some money here on my... Hey, hey. Life's... The jars here are banking on one certainty, and that is the apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's no fun. That's not fun. There's we have so much money riding on this one bet. <laughs> bet. You one would say all the money. Like Yeah, all it's weird. All of their worldly the possessions. Uh-huh. Yeah. Not just I'm our worldly you. possessions. <laughs> no, the worldly possessions. <laughs> but yeah, uh, as the evening grows longer, some of you take breaks for meals. Cherish, you just sitting by the the remnants of the pyre for most of the afternoon and evening. Yeah, I mean she'll she'll eat and then go back to the tent at some point. But yeah. Okay. Grawl just silently reading in the corner. Ooh. Wow, this one's good. Illustrations. That was a good book. <laughs> It's a coloring section. Yeah. <laughs> it's a highlights magazine. Jesus. <laughs> this, this, so well, this is oh. very um. <laughs> oh, Dilbert. This crossword. Yes, the classic highlights comic, Dilbert. <laughs> no, it's a combination. It's it's all of the knowledge. Okay, uh, from everything. Uh, right. <laughs> New York Times crossword. Dun dun dun. <laughs> what is this Sudoku? <laughs> 
Can I, I try and find? <laughs> can I try and too. find uh, Blizz um, at a certain point? Uh, not finding Angie, I probably give up and say, "Well, if she needs some time alone, she needs some time alone." Um, uh, I'd like to find Blizz in an attempt to ask him about uh magic items that might help me uh be a little bit more survive uh have have a easier time in in combat basically uh, i yeah wand of fireballs highly recommended no 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 I, i'm quick but when i get hit well you know it, it doesn't take as many hits to to take me down is say, you know, uh, Tirza. Um, Tirza's hardy and strong. Is there anything that you can think of that might help me be a little bit more survivable uh, in, in, in combat? Uh, something to protect me from, from, from attacks. So what you're saying is you want the learned life experience of someone who was born and raised in a militia culture. Without all of the baggage. Oh, just that then. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Tirza does too. <laughs> Tirza wants to. Well, besides rededicating your life to become like a, a paladin or something, I guess. Yeah, no thanks. I'd, yeah. You're your father's son. Uh, <laughs> I'd recommend finding, I don't know. There's magic armor and stuff out there you could find. Yeah. Cloaks that provide your ability to make it so it's tougher to hit you. Yeah. You know what a displacer beast is? I don't think so. I don't think we've run into one of those. It's a large semi-fey creature there in the Eastwood sometimes, but they, they inherently project this displacement field around them uh, an illusion sort of that makes them difficult to hit if you can get a cloak made of one of their hides incredibly useful stuff okay huh yeah i that's a that's a good idea thank you um sure you wouldn't happen to have something made from one of these things oh what do you know i've got one right in my pocket no of course i don't have one on me yeah i figured yeah just thought I'd ask, you know. Uh, great. Th- thank you, Liz. Glad I could help. Yeah. You find your sister yet? No, no. She is uh, She is good at hiding, turns <laughs> out. Uh, yeah. But she'll turn up when she wants to. She usually does. Yeah. Uh. There I go. Okay. The rest of the evening passes in peace. Uh, eventually, Grawl, while you're... Are, are you reading just, like, in the, the tent that the, the Threadless are using? Uh, no, I popped out in front of the, the tent. I've uh, fashioned a sort of lawn chair uh, mm-hmm. style seat uh, for myself. Okay. Yeah. Uh, into the early evening... 
as it begins difficult to read uh, without uh, a torch or a lantern of some kind. Dark vision. You do have dark vision. Uh, unfortunately, dark vision's good for seeing like shapes and motion in darkness. It it doesn't just let you like see as well as someone. It, like you see blacks and whites. Um, so it's a reading still sort into a candle. <laughs> uh, turn your sword into a candle. And it's not a martial <laughs> weapon, buddy. Damn it. Um, but no, you can still read with dark vision. Um, it, it's just, it strains the eyes is what I'm getting at. Um, but eventually Etsuko would show back up, uh, Arbidon in tow and Arbidon is like, that is the second sneakiest elf that I know. <laughs> it was the first. It's not Sid, is it? Oh, it's absolutely, I mean, Sid told me it was Sid, so I believe him. It would be Sid. All right, fair enough. And Arbidon will let Etsuko know that he'll keep looking. And he's like, I'm gonna... I've got some uh, Barkwatch tricks I can use. Ancient wisdom of the tree folk. Please tell me it's a candy bar under a box of the street. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, <that's candy. laughs> it was like a buttered toast, right? I'm gonna find my box somewhere. Okay. <laughs> Arbidon, how have we never noticed this box you just carry around with you to trap people? <laughs> it's actually the box. It's it's actually a folding boat um, <laughs> that he keeps with him. Oh my god! Uh, you see him like cranking open a bear trap. This will get her. Oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, it will. <laughs> and Etsuko will see that you're reading. She will wave a hand, and a couple of globules of light. We'll start floating around Whoa. in front of the tent. That is that is so much better, really. And she will smile and uh, sit nearby and sit down cross-legged and open her Book of Shadows and start reading. Did you, uh, read anything good lately? Oh, um, yes, I'm I'm working on some new spells with the Gloomweaver. Oh, that's, um, really exciting. I, um, I, I just read a, about a breed of cat in here. Oh. Yeah, it's, uh, orange, likes lasagna. That, that sounds like a good cat. I don't know what lasagna is. It's probably it, it is some a, sort of magical relic of it, it, No, it, it is a type of dwarvish food. It involves oh. layers, layered, stratified layers uh, of of cheese and, and meats and, and mushrooms. They, they say it is uh, supposed to represent the different strata of the earth. Um, you don't need to know about dwarvish foods. Is it good? It is a little garlicky for my tastes. Oh, oh, interesting. I probably, I probably wouldn't like it then I, either. I probably, probably same boat. Maybe I, I, perhaps. 
Unless you want a different different boat, we could get you a different boat. We don't have to be in the same boat. I don't. What? Where's the boat? Uh, 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 book. She will nod and go back down to her book as well. At some point during the evening, Darren Dunn will walk past the two of you and go, <laughs> Nice. And just keep walking. <laughs> Did you say something? No. Oh, weird. Someone said something. I, I wasn't paying attention. And yeah. So engrossed in the reading that I do all the time. Reading. The night goes on. Pushing into... The darkening evening, the storm lights playing over the valley as the sun sets beyond the storm wall. Eventually, as you push into another brilliant spring night, the stars above, the, the moon in its uh, now waning gibbous, <laughs> having been... Uh, Actually, no, it would be in Waning Crescent at this point, uh, as the full moon was uh, about a week and a half ago. As it was know that definitively means. marked by <laughs> a certain transformation. A week and a half ago? Roughly. Good lord. No, I think you're right, Mike, but... A lot of stuff happens to us. <laughs> Listen... <laughs> Really in a very condensed timeline. <laughs> yeah. Good lord. And yeah, as the, the night presses on, Cherish, eventually you would kind of feel a sensation of somebody nearby and looking over your shoulder, you would just see Darren Dunn. He's not trying to intrude on you or anything, but he is in the near distance kind of sitting and you see him whittling something. Hey. Uh, hey. Don't mind me. Just getting away from the hubbub. Yeah. He'll go back to whittling. The Jarashir have a, a heightened sense about them in the evening. Tirza. There's a a sense of anticipation from many of them. Some, the anticipation of going home. Some, the anticipation of going to the next fight. Mm-hmm. Sid, do you never really see Angie? You feel once or twice somebody watching you, but glancing around, you never quite get a, a bead on her. Okay. At least not this evening. She rolled a natural 20 on her stealth, so she's good. Oh, damn. Shit. Damn. For once, she I... rolled good on her stealth check. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to say, like, Sid, you know that Tirza has, like, a thing she can use specifically to find Angie. But then I realized you wouldn't, because you were a werewolf last time I used it. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, I don't know that. 
Eventually you all find rest. A long rest, even. Hmm. As the night turns over into the next day, you all find what rest you can. And as we push on into the 30th of so, the final day of the month, I think it is there that we're going to take our break. And when we return, it's time to break camp. Greetings, my friends. I am Omatep Duskwalker, owner and proprietor of Duskwalker Import and Export TM, here today to talk to you about an interesting subject that might tickle your fancy, and that is the Pact Boons of Warlocks. Did you know that the Warlocks are basically like paladins for things that, well, aren't really gods? Well, some of them anyway. There's Celestial Warlocks, but let's not talk about them for now. These casters derive their power from unimaginably powerful creatures, or forces, or weird squid thingies from beyond our universe. But these contracts that they make with higher powers usually coalesce in the form of a packed boon. This is an item, or some kind of thing, that represents the power of their pact. Some warlocks that you may be familiar with have the Pact of the Blade. This manifests as a weapon of some sort that they can summon out of nowhere, super useful, and counts as a magical weapon as you progress. Some warlocks have the Pact of the Chain. This manifests as a familiar, and not just the normal kind of familiar like a crow or a rat. It can be a crazy cool familiar like a pseudo-dragon, or a quasit, or a sprite, or maybe even an imp. <laughs> and some warlocks form the Pact of the Tome. This manifests as a big book that kind of has, well, spells in it. You know, like a wizard. And in fact, this book can have wizard spells in it. It can have spells from just about any other class. Pretty nifty. I have even heard tell of other packs in supplements that certain people haven't read all the way through yet. I think it is a Pact of the Talisman, but I'm not quite sure what that does. These pacts all represent the patron's power on the material plane, solidified into a thing that the warlock can use. And if they are ever destroyed or disrupted, it can sometimes really piss off a warlock's patron. So try not to do that. Anyway, I am sure none of those things will be relevant going forward. So, let's just get you back to the action, okay? And welcome back to Material Components. When last we left our heroes, they were recovering from the trial of Grawl of No Legion. Talking to half-sisters and members of their religious orders and just trying to cope with the new reality of no pressing issues that are presenting themselves at the moment. And it turns out that our heroes are not great at dealing with downtime. As they nope. struggle to give back food that they bought and beat up members of their religion and read alone. I love Mostly those trauma alone. responses. <laughs> I was reading alone, but I was together with someone. So I was separate, but together. Fair alone. enough. Yes. But leastways, yes, now we find ourselves on the morning of the 30th of So. Assuming there was nothing in particular any of you wanted to accomplish in the depths of the evening while you slept. Or while others slept. Do I? 
Hmm. What would I be looking for tonight if I did? I'm you, if you don't have an answer for me right now, I'm just gonna yeah, move on anything. into the morning. I so. don't have anything. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we reach the morning of the thirtieth of so, the last of the month. The camp around you is a bustle first thing in the morning. It seems the jars here are all disappointingly early risers. Boo. Even as some of you are struggling to wake up, there is a loud rumbling sound and a enormous gust of wind rolls through the campsite. Any of you who are awake just after sunrise would maybe be up and about enough to see this happening, but some of you are awakened, in fact, by this noise and fury as the Jarashir Temple is banished. It was a summoned construct to begin with, and now it has returned to whence it came, retreating into the ether and leaving this broad open space now as tents are being pulled down and pack animals are being loaded as the camp itself is being deconstructed as many of the folk here begin to move towards their disparate destinations. A large contingent moving northward towards Fort Verge and an equally large contingent moving southward towards Amberfell. And that the, just leaves the threadless. Oh. I think the Tears I mean, is definitely awake because she is also disappointingly early riser. Um, but I think we'll also, yeah, convey that it, I don't think we're coming with and saying my potential farewells to everyone. Okay. And by that, I mean the auger bears. Sure. Uh, they are definitely sad to see you go. Agony is understanding. Uh, Leanne is definitely a little more, uh, distraught isn't the right word, but disappointed. She, she wanted you close by to answer questions. <laughs> um, but... Most of the auger bearers are gearing up to head southward. The only exception is Sedna the Scaled and Bononi Right Seeker and Varsha Ironheart. Those three are heading north. That leaves. Oh. Let's see. Uh, Palavi Stormstaff is heading south. As well as uh, Leanne the Learned, Bahana Browblest, and Agni Brandbearer. And they go to Amberfell in an attempt to sort out the whole missing god thing. Agni, when you say your goodbyes to him, will let you know that if they discover anything in Amberfell, they will attempt to get word to you as quickly as they can. Um, have, are there no Jarashir Rift Keepers? That seems like an oversight on the old mage's part. <laughs> there you aren't. 
And that's, I mean, it, it makes sense, but yeah, it, yeah. If there are, they are so few as to be nearly non-existent. The big problem with the Jarish here is, A, they do not represent any sort of majority in the valley. Seeing them all gathered here at one time is crazy rare. Yeah. It took the forces of literal hell and the abyss warring upon the earth to bring them all together. Second, the basis of their religion sort of... Precludes that, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> And and yeah, it was it was more the I, I forget that they're actually not uh they're important to me, and so I assume they're important in the grand scheme of things. Um and but yeah, it makes sense all that, evidence she, that points... she wouldn't necessarily worm her way into that influential right. sphere. And she has wormed her way into this sphere to an extent. You know that among the Jarish here, the old mage is considered something approaching a saint of some kind. Yeah. She is responsible for the valley in a big way. That's probably where a lot of the, that religion six role comes from is that I say derogatory things about the old mage and people are like, uh, what the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) (sighs) Anyway. Yeah. I will. I'll say my goodbyes and give my regrets that I'm not going with and yeah, see them off. And you would notice that specifically Benoni and Leanne the Learned are having some very fierce conversations in these moments before uh, packing up. Benoni is handing over what looks like just sheafs of paper uh, that he has apparently transcribed in the last couple of days. That makes sense. Uh, Apparently, whatever it is that he is learning from the small quattle that now rides at his shoulder at most times, uh, he is attempting to pass on as much of that as possible. So Leanne is leaving with a a little bit of um, uh, pep in her step, knowing that there is still more to learn and that she has some resources available to her. But yeah, the three who are heading north are definitely curious about whether or not you're coming with them up to Fort Verge and then from there to spread out to the other Baris. Are they leaving, like, right now? It seems as though this camp is going to be abandoned before noon. Okay. Um, They're going to make the most of the day. I'll give the not answer of... I'll see what... You know, I'll see. Maybe. (laughs) Okay. When the rest of you wake up, you find that Judah has found breakfast. It's mostly some... Uh, cooling sausages, some uh, a bucket of porridge that he can serve out into uh, smaller bowls, and as always, tea. At some point in the night, Talila returned. Oh, good. And you find her kind of curled up underneath Tears' cot, 
underneath. Oh. That way, if you die in your sleep, she'll, She's she'll right be right there. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. yeah. But she does understand space. So there's a bed between you. Just, oh, man. What good friends we have, you guys. Yeah, what are the rest of you doing? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm Cherish is probably packed up, honestly. Um, yeah, just sort of like, I guess, I mean, yeah, I guess we'll have to wait for Tirza to get back. Because, like, if we want to, if there's any reason that we want to stop in Fort Verge, I can do, like, I already know the pattern for that one, and, like, I can get us up there, and then also, if we finish up all the stuff we need to do, I can cast it again to get us to Stormhaven, if we so still want to go that route, the teleporting. Tirza will bring up that we do have one task in Fort Verge that we could hand off to someone else, but should probably come from us. And that's talking to Valor's father. That yep. is if we know about that. Yeah. I'm oh, yeah. Uh, no, I, I think, yeah. Okay. I wouldn't, I wouldn't keep that from anyone. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I was under the impression that we were told. Because if that. for some reason I die, someone else has to do it. And if I die and no one knows about it, that's not going to get done. Mm -hmm. Like that's the good. other things that I haven't told you about. <laughs> you mean most things? File that one away. So, yeah, you are all gathered up. The... There are some Guardian Guild members kind of awkwardly looking between all of you and the, the, the large tent that you've requisitioned this whole time. There's maybe an awkward cough from an edge mason. So, oh, uh, I'll help take that down Like as we're talking about oh, they're it. Just, I'll help. They're, they're wondering yeah. if you're keeping it or not. Oh, no. 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 Well, no. Uh, if we can get it compact enough to get it into the bag... Do the, is it is it a thing like, hey, can you guys keep this or we want it back? A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. There, there are definitely, there's a look saying like, hey, it'd be nice if we had this tent, but also it's the threadless. We're not going to say no to them taking this tent. Oh, okay then. No, no, no. We have our own tents. Like, we don't. Yeah. Yeah. We'll at least, at least half of us have our own tents. Yeah. True. Judah will say, I do not have a tent, but all right. We'll pick you a tent up. Okay. I'm sure Talila is small enough that she could worm, or worm her way into tears as in mine. Oh, I don't need a tent. He can sleep in That's George, true. remember? <laughs> I yeah. can make a, a nice, safe dome to sleep in. It's like ah, a tent yeah. made of magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, Somebody should use their pocket watch uh, to at least let Camion know that we're heading up 
to Stormhaven. Nope, and if they want to meet us up there, they can. Um. Uh, I am going to maybe deed my pocket watch. We'll see how well I can find that sneaky little shit. Um, so I'm going to go look. Sorry to I'll, not help take down the I'll tent. Send a message. I'll send the message to Camion. As you're having this conversation and the tent begins to be brought down by some Guardian Guild members, you see a Minotaur begins striding up. And he has some kind of big bundle under his arm. Ah. <laughs> Looks like a rolled up carpet. Trap worked. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, the trap worked. Damn. Mm. How bloody <laughs> is that carpet? I never doubted him once. There doesn't appear to be any blood on it. Uh, but close observation would reveal that it is wriggling slightly. <laughs> mm. Mm. You know how sometimes you just have a bag and it, and it looks like it's body shaped? And... No. Is that a jar of sheer thing? Good morning, no. fellow adventurers. <laughs> hey. hmm. Sid, I have found a carpet that you would enjoy. <laughs> uh... Sure. I guess the, the the buttered toast worked, huh? Oh, no. I just waited till she was asleep and then rolled her into a carpet. Okay, well, you know, that works. Uh, you mind, um, you know. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, it's uh, a very important first lesson, is to not let your guard down when you're sleeping, because you might be rolled into a carpet. She's already learning. <laughs> Yeah, and, yeah. I and you know what? I I've also learned that from <laughs> I wasn't asleep at the time, but it happened. The carpet will be rolled out until it like kind of unfurls at your feet, and a very tousled, very angry, uh, unhelmeted Sea Angela Liadon will spill out onto the flattened grass where your tent used to be. A couple of Guardian Guild members, at least one member of the Barkwatch will kind of look at this, look between the Threadless, look over to Arbidon. Arbidon will just like, don't worry about it. And then they'll just shrug and move off once they've got your tent packed up and uh, sorted. Good morning. And Angela will fuming kind of go for the short sword at her hip, turning towards uh, Arbidon. And Arbidon will just <laughs> adorable. <laughs> Such a tiny sword. Uh. And Angie will say, I'll show you tiny sword, you big bullocks of a bovine. And she starts uh, drawing her weapon. I, I just uh Step in the way of like uh, Arbidon was merely uh, trying to find you because uh, we need to have a conversation. We're right. we the Threadless are going to be doing Threadless things very soon. So um, before that happens, uh, we need to have one more talk. She's like. Eyes beady, stare, still staring at Arbidon. Arbidon just smiling at her and nodding. She'll slowly turn back to you. 
I'm not going to forget this. That's fine. Fine. What? You need to see the valley. You need to, like I and my friends here, go on adventures and find your way, your own way. Not the way that Lucidian or any of the other uh, members of House Lyodon tell you that you need. You need to find it yourself. Uh, You're right. So I want you to travel with close friends of mine. You've actually met them, uh, one of which is standing right behind me. Uh, This is Arbadon. He's truly a a stand-up fellow, uh, excellent tracker, great great in a pinch. Uh, It's true. I have pinched many things. Good times. Him and the other Rift Keepers seems like they have some uh, things that need to be taken care of. Uh, Might be a good idea if you tag along. What's a Rift Keeper? Well, Rift Keepers protect the valley, they're heroes. I will say it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. It's 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 what it's part of the responsibility that I have. I am also a rift keeper. All right. Um. Does that mean I'm gonna be one of them? If you want to be, that's up to you. Okay. And. Etsuko will come up behind you, have emerging from somewhere else in the camp, uh, and she'll say, And you will not be alone in this. Not alone with Arbadon, anyway. Yeah, no. And she will kind of like look up at this huge Oni woman, and she will bow and say, I am Etsuko. I will be coming with you as well. I'm a friend of your brothers. How does that sound? And Angie will kind of like look between the massive Minotaur and the large Oni. She is dwarfed by both of them. Yeah. She's sensing a theme. People able to just grab her. Um. Mm-hmm. Don't don't think mm-hmm. too much about that. Don't follow that. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> hey. Okay. It just happened that way. Okay. We'd send Talila with you, but you know. Ooh, can I go with her? We need you with us. Oh, okay. Tirza and I need you specifically. Oh. Yeah, right. I need Love to stick close to Tears, uh, just in mm-hmm. case. In case. Mm-hmm. In case, you know, Tears of dies. Just in case Tears of dies. <laughs> Somebody's got to take those bones. You know? Tears doesn't need to die for her to take bones. 
That's true. Yeah. Got so, you've got over 200 of them. You won't, won't miss one or two. It's got to be a couple of vestigial bones that you just don't. You're not even floating ribs. Yeah. <laughs> don't even they're notice floating. if they're gone. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, give me a persuasion rule, Sid. Sure. Can I assist? I would In like to kind of. I would. Well, I'm, thank you for asking. I'm about to tell you. Um, I would like to lean down to Angie and kind of like, like, uh, also, just think of how many opportunities you're going to have to get Arbidon back. The spiteful methodology will work on this teenager, yes. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Cherish. Uh, yes, make this roll with advantage. Cool. Uh, that's going to be a what is my 23. <laughs> She'll kind of give you uh, a sideways look, Cherish, but then give you a conspiratorial nod. Kind of wink. She'll nod a little bit more and she'll look back to you, Sid, and say, and you didn't tell Da about this? Give me a deception check. Sure thing. That's gonna be. Uh, what is my deception? That's gonna be a. Uh, well, uh, uh that would be a eighteen. Eighteen. She'll nod and say, "Thank you." Well, so should I, should I just stick with, or am I, do I just leave? Uh, well, Etsuko, where are you guys heading? I think we are, and she'll like kind of cast a glance towards Arbadon and Arbadon say, we're going south to fight demons. Mm. And like rescue mm-hmm. a god or something? I don't know. Sid I wasn't like, really listening. I regret everything. <laughs> demons. Mm-hmm. I was told there'd probably be demons down there, and I still owe one for my arm, so, you know, gotta mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. And Etsuko well, will say, Yes, well, hopefully, most of the demons will already be taken care of when we head down there. We are mostly going to Amberfell, I think, to try to discover the whereabouts of the Jarashir's missing god, so that should be an adventure in and of itself. And from what I understand, the rest of the Fairames here squadron is going that way too, so I don't think you'll have any trouble continuing to blend in. She lets out a a little bit of a, a breath that May or may not be relief. And yeah. Angie says, Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It'd be easier to blend in if I was nearby all of them. So mm-hmm. it's probably, mm-hmm. yeah, probably for the best if I had at least stick close for now. 
for now. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. And who knows, maybe we'll get to fight a demon. Arbidon will go, yeah! No. And Ezigo will go, maybe. No. Maybe maybe just uh, observe, you know. Like a small one. Like a little, maybe a little one, you know. And so, if it is a big one, I can shrink it. Oh my god, that's such a good idea. That's, Etsuko, that is an excellent point. You are a very, very uh, intelligent and thoughtful individual. Thank you. Uh-huh. Also remember, acid and force damage, mm. and radiant, and is, magic is weapons. Your, I was just about to say, is your we weapon magic? And she'll pull out the short sword, and you can see that it is way too nice for the soldier that she is disguised as. And mm -hmm. Sid, you're fairly certain you saw something like this hanging on the wall in House Lyodon. Mm. <laughs> and Angie will say, I honestly have no idea. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a guess and say probably. I don't I don't know if uh, House Lyodon uh, hangs weapons like this uh, that aren't special in some way on their walls. And as you'll just shrug and put the sword back in its sheath. It was just the first one I grabbed. Yeah, well, you know. Makes me feel better about the book. Anyways. Um Good quiet. <laughs> Wait, what book? Wait, what did nothing? Quiet. Weird thing to say right now. And you can see in the distance that the, the forces of Fair Ames here are sort of beginning to disassemble their own campsite, though. That mostly involves magic Adirondacks being dropped and that weird perimeter fence that was put up around the floating carts being disabled as their strange magical fortifications are reduced and stowed for now. Uh, as you travel south, just keep one thing in mind. Uh, I want you to remain stubborn. I want you to be stubborn. I know you have already shown me that you can be quite stubborn, and that's good. The reason why I'm still alive is because I refuse to. I refuse to die. I'm just too fucking stubborn. Keep that in mind. Oh, is that all it takes? No. He also keeps flipping out of the way when things explode. It's um, true. He does that a lot. We also have a readily accessible paladin that, you know, has a couple healy hands, too. That's I, good to have. I don't know that table. I've ever actually uh, had to heal Sid mid-battle after he, oh, like... just after? Yeah. Okay. He's okay. pretty good at the flipping things. Right. No. No one flips like Sid. Be stubborn. Find a healer. Yeah. There you go. Learn how to flip if you can. Flip. Got it. And uh, we will we will see each other again. I will. I have plenty more stories to tell, and I look forward to hearing your stories. Right. Look, you had the whole. I turned into an animal thing and 
fighting a big stompy monster and I'm going to have to go kill a demon or something. A little one. Yeah, a little a little one. But yeah. Right? Well, um and she'll like pause for a beat staring at you. And then rush forward and throw her arms around you and give you a big hug. And Sid's uh, sort of taken aback. And then he he gives the hug. And smiling, she'll back off and say, Catch you next time, big brother. Yeah, next time. And she'll turn to leave and call after Arbadon. Come on, Stinky. Arbadon will, like, lift his arm. She's right. It's a a musk. It's a... (laughs) It's not my fault. It hasn't rained in weeks. He's just prepping for the rut. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) And as the two of them wander towards where the some of the guardian guilds especially the the bark watch members that accompanied house Lyodon and the rest of the variums here contingent they leave etsuko standing awkwardly in front of all of you in the midst of this camp that's being torn down and she will turn to you sid and say i i will look after her thank you and make sure that Arbadon does not get too many ideas into her head. It's probably Yeah, I'm best. kind of hoping that, like, between the two of you, she'll kind of end up somewhere in the middle. You know, like me. Sure. <laughs> no, nothing like you. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to sort of subtly take cherish his arm and give Judah just like cut a glance to Judah and then be like we probably have like some sort of other preparations there to are do. definitely I, goodbyes I, I that need to, to be yes I need to set up the uh, the transportation circle right I'm sure we Sid, can you should probably say goodbye that. to your dad yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I gotta yeah find that's good the end, yeah though. yeah yeah and we just like um, vacate. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm going to say goodbye to Etsuko. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Etsuko will say, "I'm, I'm sure we will see each other again. This valley is not too big. No, it's true. And she will." Grab at least two of you in a in a big hug, including Aww. Cherish and Tirza. And then when she clearly doesn't know when to disengage with the hug, there's like an awkward moment where she's not actually holding you anymore, but her arms are still around you. And eventually she will just like open up like a some kind of awkward device and slowly back away. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I, uh, I, and now I I'm a, fully dragging Cherish away. <laughs> I, I rolled a 23 in stealth to like just get out of that uncomfortable situation. Uh, nice. Homer <laughs> Simpson into the bushes just disappeared. Delilah is left standing there for a long moment until Judah pops back into frame, picks her up, and then brings her out of frame. Um, yeah. Uh, Tirza, you should probably go tell, um, Sedna and Benoni and Barsha? Yes, Barsha. Um, That they, uh, we can get them up to Fort Verge. I can probably yeah, I get will. everybody. I can probably get everybody through the circle. Maybe. Mm-hmm. It only we'll stays see. open for like six seconds. Because everybody has to run through. Yeah, there's more than just those um, three heading north. Like you know that, right? Yeah. Oh, really? Oh yeah. Well, there's yeah. It's there's the whole all of the the jars here going back to the baris. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. There's a probably a little over a hundred of them. Oh yeah, I can't do it. I can't do that. How many people can run through? <laughs> it's a heck of a line. They, they make a circle all around it, and they <laughs> space evenly. They all converge at the same time. I mean, the real problem just what? comes into the whole like exiting that space back and forth. Verge. Oh. <laughs> It's going to be like one of those like weird like CG simulations of like just the, the spinning top of all the people bodies just going. Whoa, whoa. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah, never mind. All of a sudden they're just gonna, a pile they're going to have people. to walk, sorry. Yeah, if we're if we're teleporting then. Yeah. But yes, as they all suddenly vacate, Grawl, you are left alone with Etsuko who stands there awkwardly mm-hmm. kind of staring down at her feet. Why does everyone keep doing that? Everyone has to, like something to do at the exact same time. I every think they're time. being polite, girl. Oh. Um. Right. Polite. Um. Because they know right, yeah. that I do not do well in situations where I need to say what I am thinking in front of a lot of people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yep, mm-hmm, yes, that. And so they have kindly vacated the area so that I might be more comfortable thinking, of course, that with the reduced number of people that I would increase in my ability to speak my mind. But, of course, it seems though as though the opposite has occurred as mm-hmm. the... Uh, the presence of just one person has made it infinitely more difficult to say what I am thinking. Uh-huh. Um, you said a lot right now, and it's all good, and I um, am bad at talking. Just, um, yeah. So, Don't, um, don't die, please. Um, I don't know how to say that in a not bad way. That sounds awful. Oh, boy. Um. Yes, I will not. So long as you do not either. Oh, I'm I'm not dying. 
if I die, I get trapped in a tiny ring. It's fine. What? Right. Um, evil guy tried to invade my mind a bunch. I get trapped in a ring if I die. It oh, magic. I see. So if for some reason I don't make it out of it, all of this, and they magically, so the rest of us, have a magic ring with them, and they don't know where Grawl went, I'm in the ring. That's up to you. Can, so, can I see the ring? I, I, yeah. And then I, I turn it uh, visible. And she will kind of lean down and grab your hand and stare at it for a long second. Whoa. Okay. I will okay. be able to find this ring now in the future, if anything, if ever. I, I, no matter what, I will be able to find it. That, um, good. That's very, very, that's very good. That's good. Um, and she hasn't let go of your hand. Can she feel the amount of sweat? The clamminess. <laughs> you feel your own pulse and you also feel hers just beating out a timpani line. Um... So I, I, we, he just stands there and like holds like her, he wants to go for a hug where he holds out both of his hands, but he's still holding on to what her one hand. And so she's just like, um, you did it earlier with Cherish and, and, uh, and Tirza, I, um, would it be? Um, too much if we did the same thing. It's totally cool if we don't. It, it'd be, yeah, this is a bad idea. I'm still holding your hand. Um, and she will stare at where your hands are still touching for a long moment, and then yeah. you will see the color of her skin begin to change. It goes from blue and then matches the white of your own and you watch as she shrinks and suddenly in front of you is a albino hobgoblin version of Etsuko. Same height as you. Uh... Uh, what? Uh, I didn't what? mean to do that. I, uh, um, um, I didn't, uh, I, and she'll let go of your hand and kind of like hold her hands up. And she's like, is there, is a, a natural defense reflex? My kind, we usually, we don't, I have worked very hard on not, I don't, I, um, uh, and she like is staring at you with a slight panic on her face and her face looks remarkably similar albeit with maybe a little less tusk and she doesn't have her horns anymore. Um, but she still has these curling tusks coming out of the, her bottom jaw. No, no, you're, you're, you're good. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's all okay. 
I, um, I did not mean, I don't, I don't want to offend you, of course. It's not that I, because I, I felt uh, I needed yeah. to blend in with, and that's why I look, I didn't, I wanted to, to be like you, with you, uh, around you, to blend my people, uh, it's a, um, I mean, you can look however however you want. I bet. I know that, and you know that, and everyone else we, we are friends with knows that. But being near you makes my brain not know the things I know anymore. That is um well well put. Um This is where like Reed would be like, so do you wanna go for a walk? But we already did that. In the distance there's a, a horn beginning to sound. That calls the fair aims here forces to bear. It is answered by the rhythmic drums of the Jarashir as they begin a march. There are some low droning flute sounds coming from somewhere among them. I, um. I will see you again, yes? Definitely. I I I don't have a pocket watch, but you you know you can message me. I will. I mean, I if you, uh, if 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 that is okay, I I will. Yeah, it's, it's um, it would be okay with me. I I might have to, you know, um set out a specific time of day um you know if you wanted to talk of every day or 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 not not every day we didn't have to talk every day we didn't have to talk every day you know because you need space and i need space but you know it'd be fine uh, we will talk i i i will she'll glance over her shoulder towards where the armies are beginning to depart. Look back to you and nod. She will glance down at her now pale hand, her brow knitting slightly. She'll flex it a couple of times, kind of shake it, and it doesn't seem to be changing, and she'll... I, I, I should go. I, I, will, I will see you again, I'm sure. And we, and we will talk. Yeah, yeah, yes. Um, I, I I like this thing that's happening right now, even though I I I sound like um me um so which is dumb um so if like 
you like that too. Um, you know. Um. Yes. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yes. And she will turn and not move. What's our distance between the two of us? I mean, you we were, were standing just right in front of each other. Okay, okay. Yeah. Her back is to you. And she stopped, but then she starts to step away. That's okay. What one one last thing. And she turns really quickly back to you. And then I do the step in, and then I I want to roll for like coordination to see if I can roll for smooching. Yeah. (laughs) Reed, why would you tempt fate? Because that's how fate works. And he is a bundle of nerves right now. Give me a charisma check. Oh, cool. Uh, that's an 11 and I have mm, I already used did I did I use saving face at the the fan moot thing it's a new day you've had oh, eight hours hours left uh, the... um how many people are are around point. one makes it 12 my favorite number this will definitely work that awkward moment where you both go in the same direction bump noses bump tusks (laughs) and then you both try to go in the same opposite direction I uh and she starts genuinely laughing and then when the moment finally happens and the two of you kiss it is awkward and short and neither Perfect. of you are quite sure what just happened as you pull apart. But then when you go in for the second kiss, it feels more natural, more right. All right, everyone, pack your bags. I beat the <laughs> campaign. I beat the <laughs> yeah, there we go. Let's go We home. did it. <laughs> it is a sweet, tender thing that does not last overly long. When you break, Etsuko is smiling and her skin begins blossoming from white to these great blooms of blue that begin spreading over her hands and face and she gets taller and afterwards, after a few seconds, she is standing at her full height, a little bit about a a head taller than you. That's fine. But for the first time since you can remember, she is standing straight up at her full height. And she says, I will see you again. You know where to find me. I'll point the ring on my finger. 
and she leans down and kind of presses her forehead to yours. And she'll say, I might have some other ideas. But walking the dreamlands is dangerous, so we will we will talk first. We'll we'll work on we'll work on we'll work that. on that. We'll work on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you hear the sounds of horns and drums and low droning flutes, and she will finally break away from you. That lingering moment of not wanting the moment to end. But then she will turn and look at you and her normally kind of pensive face is blooming with a smile her curling tusks kind of twisting her face up into a a look that some might uh run from in terror but you can tell that uh she is simply aglow as she turns and walks towards the Forces of the Jarashir and Fair Ames here that are beginning to move southward. You stand in silent triumph and content happiness for a long moment. Then I check my breath. Oh, that's gone. It's, it's okay. Yeah. Mm. You just become aware of how sweaty you are. <laughs> when did I go swimming? What the hell? It's like peeling the shirt off the front. Oof. How did I get in the swamp? <laughs> what are the rest of you doing while this is playing out? Yeah, where are you, nerds? I could have got a higher score on my charisma saving throw if you'd been here for this shit. <laughs> Wasn't a saving throw, so no. Tears, I can't help you uh, with your makeout rolls. <laughs> probably, uh, probably talking about whether or not you guys are kissing. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. I probably just. Um, actually helping Cherish with the transportation circle if she needs it. Okay. I mean, I don't. It was I was saying that so that we could go. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. But then, <laughs> then just getting in the way of, of just trying to be helpful and just getting in the way. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, yeah, I try and find Lucidian. Okay, he is very easy to find, considering right. the banners that literally follow him. Right, yeah. That whole thing. There is a strange reaction you get from the assembled peerage of Fair Aemsir that is following Lucidian. Some of the members of House Lyodon will acknowledge you as you come close. Clearly haven't been briefed to allow someone of your description to pass. And so there's a combination of kind of curious looks. Um, maybe some darker ones from folk of other houses. Not necessarily anger or like, but maybe mistrust. Maybe who is this person who claims to be a, a scion of 
one of the high houses who appears out of nowhere. Hey, how you doing? What's going on? Glad you can make it. But you are quickly shown towards Lucidian, who is Great. checking his strange plant-like steed. Come to see off the old man, then? That's about it, yeah. Well, if you hadn't come, I'd have found you, so... You are... Well, I I had a talk with... I, right, I, I, yeah. yeah. And I'll kind of glance around. I don't think she's nearby, but... Yeah, so um she'll be looked after. She'll be she'll be near. Good. Good. Thank you. Yeah. Well, uh um we're headed back to Stormhaven then. Yeah. It's looking pretty bad up there. Well, try to join you as soon as we've got this sorted out down here. If, well, normally we wouldn't be able to march right into the city without the Lord Mayor's leave, but we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, yeah, just uh, contact me. We're going to um, try and make communication with uh, the commander of the... Haven Guard up there, Commander Keel, pre Keel. Mm. Um, so look out for for them, I suppose. Um, and yeah, let me know when you're heading up. Will do. Hopefully, won't be too long. Four day journey from here to Amberfell. We'll get whatever's going on there down there sorted. Duh. We'll do what we can to help this valley, you and I. Yeah. Thank you again for coming. Nothing could have stopped me. If, uh, if there's anything you need before you leave, just say the word. I'm sure my mage rights might be able to help you in whatever way they can. Um, I think we'll be okay. Right. Of course. Well, give them hell. Whoever this cult leader, whatever he's planning, Put it on his ass. Will do. Good. It's a proud tradition among Lydon men of putting our noses where they don't belong and fucking shit up when we do. <laughs> that's like, that's pretty much the only thing we've been doing for the last five years, so. 
Sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> you'd, uh, you'd make your mother proud, Sid. I think Sid thinks about... First, he thinks about the last time he saw his mother's face. Uh, he thinks about the the, tr- the first trial, how awful that was. He thinks about when he found her after she died. And then those sort of awful images are parted. And he thinks about the images of her in the rings that Lucidian gave him. And now when he thinks about her, that's what he sees. And he, he gives Lucidian a hug. And Sid's father will awkwardly at first, but then melt into it and hold Sid maybe a little too tightly around the shoulders. There's an aggressive amount of squeezing as years worth of hugs that have built up in this wreck of an elf lord (laughs) are attempted to be squeezed out all in one go. And... Read the player just held up a sign saying just kiss him already. Uh, Perhaps not oh. understanding the implications of this ancestral relationship that he is uh that is a common elven In- goodbye. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Greeks. Very much like yeah. The French. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh, <laughs> uh, thank you for that. That was funny. Uh, oh, Reed, you are funny. <laughs> Finally. He did right, back it. To the story. Oh, back to the story. Reed's having a good story. night. Um, uh. <laughs> but yeah, eventually he will release the embrace and hold you at arm's length with a smile, and you can see tears running down his face. And he'll say, When this is all done, you're going to come back to Faraim's here. And we are going to show all of these pompous assholes. That that they were wrong. Showing a bunch of rich, pompous assholes that they're wrong? Hmm. That sounds like fun. It will be. (laughs) Go swiftly. Kick some ass. See you around. Cherish. Yes. There's a a cough from behind you. And Darren Dunn is staring, standing awkwardly off to one side. I was uh, worried you'd um, left all uh, 
already, but uh, no, you, you. Hey. No, just uh, getting uh, set up to go though. Yeah. 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 Right. Um. Well, look. Uh. You don't know, cause you, you and your friends, you're uh, you're heading back north, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, cause uh, I, I was gonna stick with uh, Lucidian. I think he he needs my help now and again. So that's what my plans were. I kind of, I I kind of figured that you would, you know, you mean you came down with them and. Kind of figured you would kind of see that through. Right. Yeah. 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 I've seen it through. Right. That's what I'm going to do is see it through. Uh, yeah. Uh, right. So, um, you, you stay safe, yeah? Yeah. Don't know. Uh, don't go... Leaping into hell without me, yeah? Uh, certainly the lowest thing on my list. <laughs> lowest, because... Oh, no, you weren't... No, because oh, I don't want to right, right, right. do yeah. it. Yeah, no, I thought because hell was down, it was low. Never mind. Um, I mean, I'm not sure if it's actually down so much as it is just... You know, in between. No. It's not, because I thought hell was, like, Well, down. the the, the Polinosphere is, it's more like a... Uh, it's neither here nor there, uh, Cherish. I, I was just, um, I, I, uh, I made you something, yeah? Oh. It's a, it's nothing, really, and he'll reach into a pocket and pull out what looks like a... Carved wooden bird. Oh. And it looks... The the carving of it is distinctly very much like the, the donkey figurine you have. Albeit that one is made of, like, stone, obsidian specifically. Mm-hmm. And this is made of some kind of very supple wood. Say, so, uh... So this is, um... Magic item, yeah? Oh. It's, uh, uh... Dragon magic, you know, I can... I've got magic powers, and I can make stuff with him sometimes. But yeah, this one's this one's yours, because um, as for you, that's why I made it. Cute. It's uh It's cute. Yeah, uh, a canary, actually, is what that is. It's uh, well. Your mum wasn't around, so obviously you didn't get much in the way of, like, dragon lore, uh, kind of your heritage stuff, yeah. So it's like, the canary is a a representative of uh, Bahamut, who is like the the king of uh, metallic dragons, which you, uh, your mum... And me and 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 kind of you are yeah. Uh, yeah. You hear a low hiss from somewhere yeah. inside your mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just and I don't say this out loud, but I'm just like simmer down back there. I know, I get it. And Darren will kind of ramble. 
So, so yeah, like Bahamut is sort of a big deal for metallic dragons, and we uh, call him the the, 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 pl- the platinum father. And uh, so sometimes he uh, he hangs out with the uh, canaries; they're like his messengers and stuff. Oh, so that uh, bird there is a uh, a messenger, kind of. You uh, you can. Uh, say a message into it, and it'll fly off and deliver that message, and then come back to you. Oh, awesome! Yeah, it uh, technically speaking, uh, it works like the animal messenger spell. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> he says, breaking oh. the fourth wall. D- Darren also has a completely objective. Uh... Your mom had this like scale of objective ratings of things. It was this whole thing. I didn't quite get it. Come by it honestly, then. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, you just you can use that to like. I know the uh, the sending thing that you got going on is kind of like limited, like pretty short bursts of talking, but. Uh, it's when you can get a little bit more out, yeah? Yeah. Uh. So, uh, yeah. It's, uh, I'm sure you'll find a use for it. Thank you. And, I... Listen, I know when we were talking the other day, I sort of kind of laughed, laughed it off about giving you your, your donkey back. I'm just worried about you, you know. Oh no, it's it's fun. I don't need it. I don't need it back. Um, because I've got to, you know, see stuff through. That's uh, that's what I've got to do. So, but um, I I want you to know that I I know how important it is. I mean. It's not. It's not. I don't. I don't need it anymore. I've got to, you know, walk the straight and narrow a while. Leastways till. Uh, well, look, I'm not making any promises, but if we, if we find our way down, around to, you know, that place and kick down some doors and bust your mum out. Might, might take a nip after that, you know, celebration. I just, I just, I, I did dr- drink some, and uh, oh, I, I know it was weird. I had it felt familiar in a way, so I know, I know that it's kind of the last bit of twirl that you have left. (laughs) So I won't lose it. I'll I'll keep it safe. I know it's important. (laughs) Uh, No, it's... It's not... It's not the last bit. Not anymore. So, uh, you you keep it. You take care of it. Do whatever you like. Um, But... Gonna get going, Lucidian. He'll be—he's useless without me, you know. So I gotta. You take care, Cherish. Well, uh, we'll see you again. Yeah. 
I know we already had our weird, awkward hug yesterday, but. Secondsies? Yeah. Yeah. And this one's a little less awkward. Reed, don't you fucking dare. <laughs> Somehow it would be more gross. <laughs> And yeah, after that, the combined forces of the Jarashir and Fair Aimsir make their way south towards Amberfell. The rest of the Jarashir and the Guardian Guild members are moving north towards Fort Verge. And that just leaves the Threadless. Cherish Iron Strike. Tears of Cloakbearer. City in Emberlight. Grawl of No Legion. Judah Sumpalm. And Talila Bleachtum. Where are you off to? In the circle is drawn. Right? Fort Verge and then... Stormhaven? Judah will nod and clap a hand on Grawl's shoulder. Yep. Let's do it. And you cast Teleportation Circle? Yes. And you choose Fort Verge. Mm-hmm. And so you do. The Teleportation Circle opens a rift... Very much like the Realm Scars that you hopped through the day before. But this is a bit more controlled, and it hangs in the air. Soft, golden light. As you rush through as quick as you can, you are spat out into the ready room of the Rift Keepers beneath Fort Verge itself. We're back. You enter into an empty room. There are no Rift Keepers to be found here. Many of them followed you down to the battlefront, and those who were mingled amongst the Guardian Guild members took the brunt of the demonic attack after the infernal forces from Avernus were banished from the realm. So you find an empty space in the headquarters of the Rift Keepers beneath Fort Verge. You know of the secret entrance that leads out into the hills beyond the fort itself, but it's pretty easy to discover the, the stairs that lead up onto a very familiar balcony that overlooks the, the ready and training area of this sanctuary. And you see a familiar set of teleportation circles that, if you had to guess, probably lead towards some unobtrusive corner of the fort above you. Well, I guess firstly we should get in contact with Commander Keel. 
have we decided what we're going to say? <laughs> How much we're going to play our hand? With him? Hmm. I mean, he... Do Is there anything we need to keep from him? No, I just... You know... Are we laying it all out and... Well, I expecting mean... Expecting potential Haven Guard support, or are we just... Hmm. Trying to keep a lower profile, I guess. Judah will say, it. wasn't there some idea of contacting... That person you trusted, Sid, getting the lay of the land. Yeah. Um, yeah, there, there is somebody we can contact within the, or at least adjacent to the Bard's Guild, um, who would have a good idea. Um, but I think we should at least get into Stormhaven first. Um, and before we teleport into a Haven Guard headquarters, we should probably give them a heads up. Hmm. So I guess I'll do that. Okay. Unless we don't want to teleport in. Well, we also have business to attend to here. Yeah. yeah. That's true. I mean, you could just ask him what the best time would be to yeah. say we have business in Fort Burge and ask, you know, what time today we can. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, maybe, I'll even, <laughs> maybe even sort of giving him the guise of authority, just be like, hey, we're requesting authorization to <laughs> pop in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll come up with something. And there was also a message you wanted to send to Camion at some point? Yeah. Um, I may send that now, actually, though. Okay. Judah would turn to you, Grawl, and say, I can do it if you want me to. No. We can go together if you want. Of course. i make this a little easier, honestly. Talila will say, oh, can I come? Judah will definitely exchange a look with you. He's like, I don't know if that's a good idea. Um, well, I, I don't know if Tears is going to need your help at all down here. Oh, probably I won't. Check with. I don't think Why I'm actually doing do anything. Why would you do that, you monster? Because Valor is important to Talila. She might want to go with you. You sure you want to go, Talala? Sure. What are we doing? We are fighting. Oh, never mind. <laughs> we are going to go deliver a letter. We're pretending to be mailmen right now. Oh. Uh -huh. Who are we delivering a letter to? Valor's dad. 
Oh. Oh. Oh, if you want to come along, you are welcome to, but it's not probably going to be hmm. a fun thing. No. No. It won't be. But I'll come anyway. Okay. And she will hop along behind you and Judah. And Judah will kind of, again, glance towards you, but then shrug. We'll be back soon, I'm sure. All right, let's go. Tears, are you staying behind? Uh, yeah. Okay. Grawl, you lead Judah and Talila through one of the set teleportation circles in the upper balcony. You quickly find yourself in what appears to be a storage room of some kind. Making your way out, you find that you're in the kitchens of the keep. As you exit through this pantry door that you've come through, one of the lower-end cooks will kind of give you a, a weird look, but then there's a bang as a spoon hits a pot, and some head chef down here will say, You didn't see nothing! And they'll give you a nod. And he'll gesture with his spoon towards the back door. Got it. And you come out into Fort Verge. This fortified city, not even really a city, a town, that is overflowing with refugees. You see here and there members of the Jarashir moving about trying to comfort people. You can smell the encroached humanity of this place. A small fort city that is way beyond capacity. Anyone who lived in Amberfell having fled here during the beginning of all of this. News is only just beginning to arrive that victory was achieved in the south. Runners and riders were dispatched mere hours after the Demogorgon was banished. But those people have only just arrived. It being a three-day journey back to the north. So there are looks of hope and excitement in the streets of Fort Verge, but for the most part it is desperate and forlorn faces that you see. You were told to follow the sound of hammers. And that sound is a clear note in the mid-morning where you find yourselves here. Making your way through the streets, you eventually see a smoke pillar rising from the midst of this fortified town, marking 
a blacksmith's forge. Drawing close, you see that it is a place called the Devil's Tongs. There is a what looks like a blacksmith's tongs on a sign where the ends kind of curl up into horns. The ringing of hammers grows louder and louder as you approach, and you see small tiefling children playing on the street just outside. It is a young boy and a young girl. They look to be nearly identical, uh, but for a, a few discerning characteristics. The girl has a long tail with a bit of a barb on the end of it. Her eyes flash gold. The boy has one of his horns, has like chipped and broken. Uh, but both kind of come up from the forehead uh, in a similar manner to Valor's own, but slightly more exaggerated on these tinier bodies. And they are kicking a banded, kind of copperish-looking ball back and forth between each other. And as your small little cadre approaches, they'll look up at you and kind of flee while kicking the ball down the street. I always flee. Lots of kids always run away. Maybe I want to play. You're not exactly the most approachable, Grawl. This is true. The sword really doesn't help. Yeah. Look at me. I don't carry any weapons. Isn't, like, Judah, like, also, like, a very large individual? Um, he's pretty spry for a minotaur. He's kind of, like, svelte. It's uh, wiry. Big, and he's a big cowboy. That's, those aren't scary. Uh, cowboy. That has a different meaning. Uh, a boy Yeehaw. who is a cow. <laughs> and Talila will say, I think you're very approachable, Grawl. Thank you. Thank you. Those children are just cowards. Okay, that is one perspective. Um, oh, yeah, sure. I'll, di- I'll dismiss the sword. You do? Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. So as you approach, you hear the sound of ringing hammers, and you will see a woman come out uh, from underneath the lee of the... Uh, the building, the open air forge here is clearly more of a, a a working forge. It's not necessarily made for weapons and armor. Um, there are lots of horseshoes, horseshoes and nails and uh, bits of carts and door hinges and uh, some more finer things, ball bearings and like the most extravagant things you see in here are maybe some crossbows. Uh, but the woman is also a tiefling. Uh, her horns kind of come up more like antlers. Uh, and her screen, her, her skin is this vivid green. And you can see that she has cloven feet. Okay. Um, hello. 
Greetings. How can I help you? Um, we were told to follow the sound of hammers. We were looking for uh, a, a gentleman that might leave for work here. If you're... <laughs> and she'll kind of like look between the gnome, the minotaur, and the hobgoblin. And she'll say, do you have business? Um, kind of. It's personal business. Uh, may I say what it is about? Um, the, the war happening down south. I see. And she'll say, and who may I say is calling? Uh, the Threadless. And that makes her kind of like rock back a little bit. Oh. Huh. And she'll turn and shout, Con! Conviction! You have guests! And you see coming out of the back of this place, the hammer ringing stops, and this enormous tiefling steps out of the shadows. Dark, coal-colored skin, red eyes, and twisted horns that come up from the forehead and then kind of curl out and forward, almost like a triceratops' horns. Metal. And he is twice as wide as any individual that is currently standing with you. Like he gives Arbidon a run for his money. Nearly. Damn. This a big boy. Just a thick slab of dude. Hell yeah. I'm into this. Until cock a an eyebrow and glance between the tiefling woman and you. Can I help you? Um, I'm looking for Valor's father. You've found him? In a way. You have found Valor's father. That is me. I, uh, There's I have something for you. hum of tension in the air as the woman is standing next to this man apparently named Conviction. The hand on his thick bicep. He's still got this, like, very broad uh, apron on, but you can tell that his shirt is sleeveless. And he's not even really wearing any gloves. 
which is absurd for a blacksmith unless you happen to be resistant to fire damage. I bet. At least mentally resistant to fire damage. But he will pat the hand on his arm, but then take a few steps forward, leaving the the woman a few steps behind him to look you in the eyes. Is he dead? No. What is it? What is this about? You should probably read for yourself. Grab out the letter. And he extends a slightly trembling hand to grab it from you. And he holds it and stares at it. And then I'll look back up at you. Was he trying to help people? Always. Did. Did he go on his own terms? He did. And it's only then that he'll peel open the letter. Casting the envelope to the side, he'll just open it up and start to read. And after a long beat, he'll fold the letter back up. Hand it off to the, the woman behind him. Kind of stare into the middle distance before looking back up. Thank you. It is, um, thank you. Anytime. He will turn back towards the other tiefling. She will move to him. And he will hold her close. And you can see his shoulders shaking. Judah leans down. We should probably, um, get... You turn and leave. As you're coming away, a metallic banded ball will roll into your ankles. And two tiefling children will run up. These twins staring at you as the ball lands at your feet. What are you guys playing? Kicks a ball. It's a good game. Good game. 
and the the boy tiefling with the chipped horn will take a few hard steps forward, staring at you almost defiantly. You're weird looking. Oh, I know. Is your name Grawl? It is. And who are you? I haven't had a name day yet. They said I I couldn't be Cowpat and that I'm not allowed to choose until I'm twelve. Right, right. Yeah. Cowpat is a good name though. I, I like thought so. Right. This kid makes Grawl smile. <laughs> Valor talked about you. Valor. Talked about me. Are you the same Grawl who broke out of a, a a cage and helped him find those those dire boars? Yeah, that that's me. Then yeah, it was you. All right, cool. Farah said you were pretty cool. Yeah, I do some cool stuff from time to time. Just killed Demogorgon. I don't know if you know about him, but he's huge. Like at least three of me. Okay. Do you want to see something cool? Sure. Uh, what what kind of weapon? What's your favorite kind of weapon? I don't... Uh, and the girl behind will say, A spear! A spear. Ooh, good choice. Good choice. All right, ready? I'm going to summon the spear into my hand from nothing. Ready? And boom. And Sounds the girl spear. will go, whoa! And right? the boy will kind of like pick a step backwards. She liked it. Uh, yeah, because she's a weirdo. And she'll hey, come up and like hit him on the back of the head. You're the weirdo, weirdo! Siblings, I'm guessing. And the girl will say, Twins! Twins. Mm. It's good. Make a good team one day. Can we have our ball back? Yeah, you could have got it any time. I'm sorry. And they rush up and the girl kicks the ball away from you. And go running down the road with the ball in front of her, and the boy will shout and then chase after her. Should get back to the others. Yep. Kids are weird. Talila will say. Maybe they're not cowards. Time will tell. <laughs> if George were here, we'd know right away. Yeah, we would. But, I mean, you know, it's no fun cutting right to the, the end. See how no, yeah, no. Right, yeah. You don't want the screaming to start right away. Right away. Yeah, exactly. Don't want that. Don't want that. Right. 
Yeah. Do mm-hmm. And she'll start skipping along behind the two of you. Wonderful, heartfelt moment there with two children. And then the creepy one started talking. God damn it. What are we what are we encouraging? With, with I'm just trying to like, like encourage just like just try to be like You got her away from helping the serial killer on a regular basis, so that's something. <sighs> I mean like, it's in the right direction, I guess. You know We're going back there though. Ba- yeah. Baby steps, you guys. Baby yeah. steps. She only <laughs> takes baby steps because she's unknown. Yeah, exactly. She's taking them. Yeah. yeah. And she's skipping too, so she's moving probably at a quicker pace than just Back in the walking. Sanctum, what messages are you sending? Um uh my message is uh to obviously uh Commander Keel. Um this is Sid teleporting into Stormhaven today. On official Rift Keeper business, need to use your fourth circle. Let me know a good time. And the response you get is one word, and that word is midnight. Okay. Great. I couldn't say please. That was all 25 words. (laughs) Oh, well, all right. There we go. Midnight. Mine is to Camion. Um, Camion, I hope you're okay. We're back in Fort Verge. We'll be teleporting into Stormhaven today. I hope we see you there soon. The response you get starts with just a rough I'll see you there okay I mean that's that's just like a okay good Mm -hmm. um Camion is going to meet us in Stormhaven at some point. Great. Good. Yeah. Apparently midnight is when uh, we can teleport into the city, so we have some time to prepare. Okay. Okay. You have the rest of the day to spend in Fort Verge. I don't know if there's anything you want to accomplish here. Uh, Some official business really quick, just because I will absolutely forget about it. I am going to dismiss Carrie because I accidentally left her down (laughs) down south. Yeah, you did. She was happy and with her friends. Absolutely. Down there painting their hooves. Somewhere, uh, Jarashir on the caravan heading north has their bags just fall to the ground (laughs) oh no (laughs) that's awesome that's the best possible outcome I think (laughs) just someone like ah damn it 
Uh, All right, who dismissed their mount? (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't funny the first time, Chad. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Chad, that member of the Jarashir. Um, That very common Jarashir name. It's Chad or something. Chad (laughs) Rinjinyi. Oh, boysy. I thought it was for Chad. Richad. Oh gosh. Uh, is there any way we could have a quick trip to Duskwalker imports and exports? TM. Maybe I mean, we I don't about can't determine that. Just that as yeah. well. I mostly want to get the fake Maz identified, and that's really all I have money for anyway. Yeah. I don't necessarily have money, but I I do need to maybe pick up something. Um, maybe I can sell some sort of information. All right. There's a, yeah. So that's that's my idea. Okay. Um, yeah, and and again, like I mean, we could go back to the Rift Keeper sanctum to do the teleporting but we don't necessarily have to Hmm. i can teleport us from anywhere um so we can all just meet back outside when grawl and uh and judah get back okay okay yeah uh so you want to try to make a trip to duskwalker import and export tm yeah yeah i think so I'll, I'll, I do have one other thing um, that I'd like to get done today, but I can What's do up? that afterwards. Um, I, I need some cl- some uh, some not uh, shining um, blessed by a god armor slash very obvious Jarashir robes. Because um, I'm assuming we're trying to be sort of subtle uh, when we get to Stormhaven, potentially. And I kind of stick out, and mm-hmm. you guys stick out even more. So you should probably have priority on all of the actual magical appearance changing stuff. And I can just blend in. So I'm assuming that wouldn't take too long, though, to find some. No, uh, depends on what you're going for. If you want a whole replacement suit of armor, uh, no, be no, tricky. no, no. But if you just want, like, just like some big ratty. Cloak to throw over the scales of Androngini? Uh, I, I mean, yeah, sure. I, I can also, like, summon the armor Up when I you. storm strike, so. Um, yeah, probably just a regular set of clothing, including a, a large cloak that I can okay. pass over yeah. everything. You can uh, look up whatever the traveler's clothes cost in the mm-hmm. player's handbook. I think Easy I enough. have enough money for that. Hmm. Moving back up to the surface is uh, quick as it was with Grawl, Talila, and Judah. And eventually, yeah, you find yourself back up in the, the city streets of Fort Verge. And you want to summon a door? Yep. Yep. Okay. I'm assuming you have all the prerequisites to conduct this ritual. You have all those things. Okay. 
as you lay out the circle, place down a banana, five gold, a little bit of blood. You wait a beat, and then there is that familiar scrabbling sound as you look up, and coming down off of the keep walls is a black and white capuchin monkey who lands on the ground nearby, scrambles over, glances at all of you, looks up into the sky, glances around, shrugs, and goes in for the banana. Starts munching on it, kind of leans on... His elbow on a knee and kind of glances at all of you. Gives you an appraising look like it's been a while. How's it going, Alexander? Hope you're doing well. He'll shrug and give you like a tilty hand. Like, it's okay. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, it's only been like three days. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, time. Oh, time. And he'll <laughs> but we're not actively in crisis, so yeah, that's, that's true. That's yeah, why he looked yeah. up at the sky. <laughs> <laughs> Still there. That's good. Still there. Yeah. There's no Still blue slick sky, and right. there's no dome. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, hey, we're all good. He will finish it up. He will tuck in the gold into the banana peel and gesture towards you and start scampering. All right. You follow him, and eventually you find your way to an alleyway behind a butcher shop, and there is a green door flanked by uh, green emerald flames and a ramshackle sign that says Duskwalker Import and Export TM. Alexander opens the door, swings it inside, and you follow him in. Again, that pile of bananas just to the left of the door, and as you make your way into this eldritch uh, store full of wonders and wares. I think it is there that we're going to end tonight's episode of Material Components as you make your way, slowly but surely, back to Stormhaven. What waits for you there? Well, at this point, you are well aware of what waits for you in Stormhaven. There's chaos and cultists all the way down. And cake? Cake? Very little cake. Like, cake. But there, there is some cake, though, right? It will be up to you you're to not... find it. Okay, cool. It's in cool. a trash can somewhere, I'm sure, Grawl. Don't stop me, please. I know. <laughs> That's exactly. <laughs> Whose side did the Baker's Guild end up on? That's the real question. That's mm-hmm. true, yeah. Asking those tough questions. Mm-hmm. But, of course, in the meantime, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at MattComRPG. That's spelled M-A-T-C-O-M-R-P-G. We also have an email address, which is MaterialComponentsRPG at gmail.com. We always love hearing from all of our listeners. And, yes, I did say Instagram just now a little while ago. We have one of those now, and you should go check it out. It's run by our very own Reed Morris, who's doing a fantastic job so far. Keep it up. He could post more. He, he could post more. He could. Really, post he more. could. <laughs> but you know what would encourage uh, posting more? Getting more of them followers. So, hey, check us out. Do it. At MattComRPG. Mm-hmm. Crave the engagement. And speaking of craving engagement, you can find <laughs> me on Twitter at Elliot C. Lewis, um, where I make all kinds of shit posts and drawings and stuff uh and if you would like to support my art you can do so on patreon.com slash elliot c lewis please and thank you
you can find me on Twitter um, at cryoutolivia. Um, I just looked at my my cash on hand for Matcom, and I have I have one gold left. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I know it's not that important. We're going into potentially our dooms, but it makes me laugh anyway. Um, come hang out with me on Twitter. I don't know, just do it. <laughs> yeah, do it. Uh, if you want to find me on Twitter and Instagram, you can find me at the Readamus, um, where I post uh, photos of pretty things um, mm-hmm. from time to time. Um, yeah, and as Mike said, uh, I do run the Matcom uh, Instagram too, so you can find me there too. Because now you know who you're talking to um, when you uh, send me your D and D memes. Um, but yeah, find me, do it. No, Reed, we need I'll to maintain the illusion of a collective hive mind that runs the uh, Twitter and the Instagram. <laughs> you already said it was me. You, you didn't have said to confirm that. my lies. I take it all back. It's run by a, a series of cats Thank you. wearing, uh, you know, hats. Cats wearing hats. Cats and hats and cats and hats and cats and hats. Cats and hats and cats and hats. Uh, so. Speaking of something that's completely different than cats and hats, um, you can do all of us a great favor uh, and rate and review our podcast on whatever platform you are listening to it on. Um, First of all, thank you so much for listening to us, but uh, and that's that's fantastic. Um, but if you could do us another favor and reviewing the podcast, that would be great. Uh, we like hearing from all you guys. Uh, we want to know what you think, um, especially this far into this crazy campaign. Um, and uh, when you do, you can um, include the name of an NPC in the subject line, and we'll put that name in this campaign. There, we're we're going to Stormhaven. There's a lot of NPCs uh, yes, to name, yeah, so absolutely. we're going to start needing some some names. Hondo percent, because while I have generated a a fair amount of names of uh, high level guild members, who knows who you're going to meet on the streets? So, exactly. Yes, and of course you can find yours truly on Twitter at <laughs> mkgorgoni, where I am more than delighted to talk about. Everything tabletop RPGs in general and Matcom specifically. Yeah, we are uh, we are pushing towards the end game here as you go back to the city at the center of all things. And uh, if you're going to be confronting a leader of a cult, you know there's some there's some final bosses on the horizon. We'll see what happens. Uh, I'm looking oh forward to it. I need that. I need that Gundam. I need that Gundam. <laughs> and. Of course, you can find our good, good friend Omatep on Twitter at NPC underscore AN because even when he is uh, feverishly awaiting the return of his favorite customers, he is, of course, an important NPC. Thank you all so much for listening. And as always, the world is chaos. So please be kind to each other. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.